Mom, I'm trying to record. Give me a second, please. <clears throat> hey, this is Sean, also known as Ams, from Horribly Awkward. You, you, you are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Nothing awkward here, just awesome people doing awesome podcasts. And if you're into things that don't suck, you came to the right place. Like it, like, love it, love it. Share it with your friends. Be a part of the movement. The BS Podcast Network. This is Officer Mo Weekin coming to you straight from Port Fouchon, Louisiana, on the beautiful Gulf of Mexico. You're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and the ever so lovely Lee Lastovica. Take it away, guys. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Welcome to the Magic Our Way podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And he spent. (laughs) Man, I don't know how that goes down that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, it seems like Lee's disrupting the show over there again. What what are you doing over there, Lee? I just I was just letting out a sigh of relief. I was holding my breath the whole time. Oh okay. (laughs) I was just like, oh. Well good. You're that eager for Keith to host, right? Oh man, I am so hype right now. You're hype for me to host tonight, Lee. I'm so hype. I'm so hype. Well, let's get started then. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> welcome to the Magic Welcome to the Magic Our Way podcast. Artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. Live from New Orleans, Louisiana and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, home of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. First off, anyone but Dallas. (laughs) Anyone but New England. I finally did it. First off, the voice you're hearing is not Kevin, and you're probably wondering, where is Kevin? Well, Kevin's out on a Disney cruise out in the Caribbean Ocean, so he's unable to fulfill his hosting duties tonight. So Kevin gets a sub for the show. So I was honored to ask to be host once again. You're our Nick Foles, dude. Yep. Exactly. I'm the backup. <laughs> Carson the back- Wentz is out. We got Nick Foles. He still wins the Super Bowl, right? Yep, exactly. And I'll still uh, be able to uh, put on a good show for you guys tonight. Except Nick Foles stayed at a Disney hotel when he stayed on site. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll yes. get to that. So, well, you may have heard me host before back in episode 79 where we discussed Disney tier pricing. It is me, the hostess with the mostest, former member of the WDW Navigators podcast, member of the NMO, New Mowegan Order. Thanksgiving 11, Disney World veteran with my Mowegan name. Take Kevin's seat. It is listener X Keith hosting tonight. Woo! Yeah! Ow. So enough about me. Let's introduce our co-hosts. Yes, I said co-host because I'm hosting. So first off, we have Mr. Wapu Wapu, Hawaiian shirt wearing, sushi loving, New Orleans Saint diehard. Sorry, not this year, guys. Year-round Hawaiian cel- celebrator and Hawaiian mansion guru, Danny. How you doing tonight, Danny? Oh, I'm doing great, and welcome to the show. So nice, we had to schedule it twice. 
Exactly. <laughs> but Charm, it works for me. And next up we have Excelsior! Yo, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. We have our own superhero, Black Panther, resident comic genius, NFL Seattle Seahawks retiree, proprietor of Irie Comics, Project Geisha creator, Xpinay maker, Turkey Lake 69, and the man who always takes care of his grandpa, Mr. Eli Ivory. Eli, <laughs> how you doing tonight? I am uh, I'm great. I'm great, Keith. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a pretty cool intro. Looks like you you ready to take the, the helms here, huh, buddy? Yep, I am ready. About to wield the ready? chariot. How is Grandpa Eli doing these days? Ah, oh, he's he's good. I gotta I gotta bring him some more clothes tomorrow. So good. Glad and nobody to hear got it. beat up. So as long as nobody gets beat up, <laughs> I'm good with that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if our, our listeners know about his domestic abuse problems. <laughs> oh, oops! <laughs> Just edit that out. It's all sunshine and rainbows all the time. <laughs> it's all good at the sunny side daycare. <laughs> <laughs> sunny side daycare <laughs> for in for the yes for the for the I'm elderly advanced happy of age. Yes. <laughs> advanced of age. I love it. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. All right. Next up, we have... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Show me the money. We have, from the Lone Star State... Bucky's cheerleader, Thanksgiving hating, Eminem loving, shoe shoe counting, travel agent extraordinaire, the man who will book your Disney vacation without breaking a sweat, Mr. Lee Lastavica. Lee, how you doing tonight? You call me White Panther, sir. <laughs> white cheddar. <laughs> yeah, you white cheddar, dude. You I'm a white panther. panther. <laughs> I want to be Racist. a panther. I don't want to be cheddar. Racist? Do we have a only a black panther? Why can't we have a white panther? Well, they do have a white panther. You could be a white tiger. Yeah, white tiger. White tiger. There you go. I'll be a white tiger. That's cool. But yeah, you could be white tiger. You could be white knights. <laughs> oh, that's true, huh? Be man. Bronze tiger. You could be White Knights, and, and Eli could be uh, Gregory Hines, and you could be Mikhail Baryshnikov, and yeah. you could make sweet, <laughs> sweet music together. You could be the Winter Soldier that you like Bucky's. <laughs> oh, wow. That was not even intentional. Yes. <laughs> that was playing well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Very smooth. And we have, we have one more special guest. Yes, we have a special guest. Yes. Does he have an intro? No. Yes, he does. Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it. Oh, you, you requested this, sir. I am I am much honored to have my own intro. <laughs> yeah, Kevin picked this and I did directly for you, man. Apparently, not only my own intro, my own folder on the computer which has the intro. There's a second I don't folder. have an intro, but office you guys got an intro. I'm gonna see and what we this have folder the says. man who takes care of the law, Officer Mowegan himself, Kurt. This could have been your intro, dude, right there. For whatever better. reason, Kevin decided to go the other way. <laughs> I'm with that. He downloaded both. I'll do better. I'll request a theme to Miami Vice. You want the theme to Miami Vice? Wow. Boy, now you're asking for a lot. You want like the world. Don't have, have to have it now. Just put a bur- bug, a bug, a bug in Kevin's ear. A bug in Kevin's ear? All right. 
We'll do that. We have Officer Mawigan Kurt. How are you doing tonight? Hey, hey, what's going on? Morning, Kevin. What'd you say? Kevin. I said morning, Kevin, in case he's listening when this comes out in the morning. Oh, I thought that's I was going to say. Like, yeah, that's Keith. So we have a great topic for today's show. So I wanted to kind of bring up this topic because it's kind of an interesting one. I kind of have an experience with it. So staying on-site versus off-site for your Disney World vacation. Which one is the best for you? Anyway, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck, Sherry. Well, here we are in guest services where we get to hear from you, the listener. And I heard we got some uh, interesting uh, listener feedback and emails. You guys want to uh, take it away and uh, read some of them? Yes, yes, yes. Billy and you guys have them in front of you? I will do it because we are way behind on this. Uh, this just to kind of give the listeners uh, an appreciation of what goes on behind the scenes over here, uh, we decided that we were going to start doing the uh, the guest services segment as the second part of our show. That way we get the hub in first. That way we make sure we talk about what we set out to talk about, and then we'll squeeze in the guest services segment last. The problem is, is we're very verbose, and we talk a lot, so then by the time it would come time to close the show it was it was well over two hours and so and so it always kept getting pushed back so now we're going to go back to catching up on our listener emails so, makes sense yeah we need to so first off okay guys here. um i'm upset about this um booking the extra fast pass 90 days early because they just got to realize that there's poor people out there trying to get to Disney, and I'm one of them. That's all I got to say about that. And second of all, I'm really interested in this toilet thing that Kevin has going on in his bedroom. Like, does Kevin use the toilet in the bedroom? Is there more than one toilet in his, like, house? Like, can you close the doors in the other bathrooms like is anybody else in the bedroom while he uses the toilet (laughs) i'm from pennsylvania so is this like a a regular thing down in louisiana i'm not sure (laughs) just curious um but not happy about the 90 day fast pass thing that the club level people have the option of getting for fast passes and I also did see the video of the uh, open door monorail. I'm probably sure if I'd have been on there, I'd have been getting in trouble because I'm pretty sure I'd have been doing some stuff with that <laughs> if I'd have been on that monorail. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she lie out. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me take this one first. From being from Pennsylvania, we don't have any bathrooms in the bedroom. Well, y'all so are just missing Kevin's out all there. kinds of ways on well, that. I mean, that's intimacy on a whole new level right that's, there. <laughs> Only a really strong couple can handle the bathroom in the bedroom yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, look, we have teased Kevin about this mercilessly. Uh, yes, this is not a New Orleans thing. No. It, it definitely is not. This is kind of a... Uh, a Kevin thing? It's, it's, a, a, it's a Kevin it's thing. It's a Kevin thing. It is a Kevin thing. And we have uh, tried to get some information out of Kevin on this, but... Uh, Every other toilet in his house seemed to be... We've only been there like once or twice, right, Yeah, twice at least. Kevin lives out 
like in the North Shore out where there's no electricity at night. You're right. basically following the lights of your car to be able to find. Uh, like it's a dirt road to a dirt road. Yes. To, to get there. You got to really know where you're going to find him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be found. Yes. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, the, we've been out there a couple times. The other bathrooms in his house are normal. Mm-hmm. It's just that for whatever reason, in his house, in, in, in their bedroom, in the middle of the floor, is a toilet, a working toilet. Yeah. Is it against a wall at least? No. 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 no I don't believe it is. I think it's just right out there in the open. It's like if, if now unless he's rearranged his bedroom, you correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, but the bed, like, you're facing the toilet. You're facing the toilet. Yeah, so it's like one of those things where well, like, it's almost like kind of like to the to, to, the, to the left, left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of the toilet. Yeah, so if you have an argument, you know, like sometimes couples have arguments and someone's like, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> like there's no escape in that in that room, you know, there's, there's no escape. But uh, Now, Kevin says that he and Val do not use the toilet in front of one another. Well, what's the point of having it? I there? don't know, but he said that's part of the reason why he wanted to buy the house was the toilet. I, yeah, I remember him saying. I remember seeing it the first time he was showing it around to us. But uh, obviously, Kevin's not here, so we can get a, a better answer. We've pressed on him on this. I don't know that you're getting a better answer okay, on this so, one. So the toilet was there when he bought the house. Yes, yes. that's not his invention. His he didn't place that there. That was there no. Already. He, he did, yeah. Kevin okay. did not put a toilet in his no. bedroom, but. Kevin was intrigued by yeah. the notion of having a That was a, a selling point. It was a selling point. He, he did yeah. say that. Yeah. It sounds intriguing, but not that intriguing. It sounds intriguing when but you're hey. telling a story about it, but when you actually put it in practice, I don't... We at, we, what, are they into water sports? Uh, are they having <laughs> competitions at night to see who can hit the toilet? We've asked him all these questions, and he just laughs them off. So. Baby, baby, let's see how far we can flip the nickel into the toilet <laughs> on the other side of the bedroom. Now, was it a regular toilet? Does it have a, like, one of them butt washers on it, the bidets? And a bidet? No, I, no it's a regular toilet. Yeah, we didn't inspect it all that closely, yeah. but it looked like a regular toilet. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, it's a straight toilet, yeah. yeah. But... Other than that, no, typically the other houses I've been in have never had it. So I think that's a Kevin original mm-hmm. to answer Ms. last question. And, uh, you know, I think that Kevin uh, will be listening to this. So if Kevin has anything to add, if he, if he finally wants to come clean about the toilet. <laughs> I like how you did that. Yeah, I, I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that? I did. Because I'll be honest with you. I didn't notice where they had toilet paper. <laughs> like, I'm thinking back on it. I'm like, where was the toilet paper? It's a, it's a small. So where were the toilet? It's like there's no like roll dispenser on they the side. A, did they have like a they have like a poster bed? Oh, like on, po- like you put the toilet yeah. paper on the on the on the exactly. poster bed. Oh, there you go. There that, you go. May, I didn't even That's think to check. Got. Maybe so, but always in the last place you look. But it's like yeah, because it's, it's it's not like it's a bathroom. It's just. Toilet is yes. toilet right there. That's all it is. There's no oh, where's the glamour mirror and plumbing and the, yeah, yeah, because there's pipes hooked up to that toilet. That toilet was meant to be there. Yeah, yeah. Some mm. somewhere somebody didn't trust someone. Whoever had that house before Kevin took it, they were like, I don't trust your ass. Sit right there where I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he didn't have to make that room the bedroom though. Uh, but in terms of uh, what she was saying about that, ninety uh, day yeah. pass, yeah, the nine day, yeah, I couldn't agree more with her on that. Yeah, we're poor folk too absolutely ma'am all right well let's see who's next all right so next up on the show we've got ourselves an email from a new listener uh gabrielle nimchik i I hope i'm saying that right it's n-i-e-m-c-z-y-k how do you think you pronounce that nimchik nimchik i believe it's nimchik nimzik 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 
Nimzik. Yep. Is that Czechoslovakian? That's a Lasa Vika coming out. Yo. Oh, look at yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> he got yeah. you. All this time he's been claiming his Spanish he heritage. He's finally owning that Czechoslovakian uh, <laughs> piece of himself. Of, yeah, anything you see a bunch of C's and Z's together. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> Check five o. Check five o. All right, so Gabrielle says, hey, guys, I've been a short-time listener to the show, but a big-time fan of what you guys do. I found you guys last summer of not and have not been able to stop listening. You are able to even make old news sound amazing. Well, we do pride ourselves on covering things like a week and a half after everyone else covers it. <laughs> but, you notice uh, we still don't have the Black Panther review out, so yeah. Yeah, there is that. But you'll be, be we'll be first month. up on that White Panther. What was it? White Lion? What What are you? White Lion, Black Panther. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there there you go. White Lion, Black White Lion, Black Chad. Dream a white boy. Dream a black girl. <laughs> I'm going to Disney in two weeks for seven days with just my little brother, although he isn't as enthusiastic as me about all things Disney. We are super excited about our split stay at Grand Floridian in Polly, and that we are also going to experience the Festival of the Arts, our very first festival ever. Man, you couldn't ask for two better nice. hotel rooms yep. to stay in mm-hmm. than the Polly and yep. the Grand Floridian. That's, that's doing it up. That's doing it in style. Big time. I really love your collective thoughts and ideas. My favorite episode by far was when you talked about planning mistakes with Susie, and we found out that Lee's money-loving side was a little larger than we all thought. (laughs) Hashtag show me the money. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that, Lee. Your greed is adorable. (laughs) I love his greed. You're saying the truth comes out, but... It was always out. I don't know, what, <laughs> I don't know where the lie was. It was always yeah, out. Was. He's pretty oh, honest about it. So, hey. You were living out, but we didn't realize you were like flamboyantly greedy. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't realize you were the little Richard of, of greed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was like. <laughs> we'll I like the, the money. We'll be having the on-site versus <laughs> off-site discussion, and we'll be like, don't stay off-site. We that's, need the money. I'm, I'm sure that's going to be part of his reasoning, right, Lee? We'll get to it though. Lee's gonna just gonna shoot out pictures of his kids. <laughs> That's gonna be- <laughs> I got kids. I need money. You don't understand? Hey, college money. I got four cars now. <laughs> pay insurance. You wanna know why to stay on site? Meet little Lee Lastavica, little Bill Lastavica, <laughs> little Susie at Lastavica, <laughs> Uncle Joe Lastavica with the glass eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man. All right, never mind. Okay, let's get back to uh, Gabrielle's email. All right, but seriously, who doesn't love money? Oh, definitely Lee. Lee loves money. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to email you guys because I've been thinking about possibly taking a solo trip to the world and wanted to know your thoughts on that. I think it would be an interesting adventure. I would probably go during food and wine for three or four days. I have never been during that time, and my family could not handle as much Disney as I would like them to, or that any sane human should. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for all you do. Can't wait for the next episode. Ta-ta for now, Gabrielle. That, that's awesome. Uh, my th- I, Look, going to Disney, there's always a point in our vacation every year where I separate. My family goes to bed, and I go out to the parks by myself. And that's, you know, I don't want to say it's the best time, because obviously the best time is watching Lily interact with But personal time in the parks where you're not held back, and you get to just go wherever you want to go to where i mean and if it's only for three or four days i mean that's that's a good amount of time food and wine you're not really under the pressure of having to sit down and have 
a dinner for one. You can just snack at all the different food kiosks. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have any problem with that. No. Nah, not at all. I mean, especially oh, man, I would saying, do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. You go on yeah, your own pace, seeing what you want to see, you if, know. If you were going up to Florida for like a week for or like a business trip, wouldn't you pop into Disney for like a couple days? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely roll solo. You get to do anything. You don't have to worry about the collective voting. You don't have to worry about grandma being tired. Yeah. You don't have to worry about a kid having a breakdown. You don't have to go to baby care. I mean, <laughs> no, that, that's the that's a great way to experience the parks. So if you want to do rope drop, you can leave Las Vegas. And rope drop. Yes, you can you don't leave have Las Vegas. Anybody else getting up, waking right. up, do it. That's yeah. That's the only way I could do. It. Be by myself, well, and I'm like, yes. Leave before yeah, everyone else. Later. Leave before everyone else wakes up, and then you leave your up. family behind. I mean, I knew you leave your podcast host <laughs> behind, but I mean, you leave your own family behind they, too. <laughs> Plus, if she's going for food and wine, doesn't it go? Is the majority of it is for Halloween, and then there's a little while. I mean, the if they don't want to get up, they can stay in, you know, chill at the hotel or you know whatever. <laughs> so um but yeah i mean to me the the bottom line is like you said kevin you're not have danny like you said danny you're not having to worry about everyone else's uh, uh, here we go sorry good <laughs> call me kevin i felt the need to come correct i, I felt this, i felt the channeled spirit you just did that that just go belt so out the song with- I agree with what Danny said is, you know, you have your own schedule to keep and you don't have to worry about who needs to go to the bathroom or, you know, who wants to ride this or who doesn't want to ride that. You just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And just relax. So that's that's a good way to just chill. You might just want to sit on the bench and look at people, you know, people watch for a little while or something. You don't you, don't, you just, just do whatever you want. That's yeah. awesome. Enjoy that. Absolutely. Do it. Yeah. And you can do as many things as you want, as many times as you want. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Single rider line exists for people like her. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of it. Don't even need fast passes for some rides. You don't need to fast pass for no test track. Nope. Single rider line. Nope. Just go ahead and ride. Somebody else shows up. Single rider line. Yeah, it happened to me. I met somebody on on there. It's like, hey, yeah, this is fun. All right, see you later. Boom. Mm -hmm. You know, there you go. That's the thing. As long as you're in the Disney spirits, you'll make friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go downtown Disney. You know, yeah, it's not hard. Disney Springs. It's not hard to spot a fellow hardcore Disney fanatic. It really isn't. No. Look for the mouse ears. All right, Gabrielle. Thanks for writing in. I hope to hear from you again in the future, especially about your trip, man. Uh, the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian both in one trip. That's just like two slices of heaven there. Anyway, thanks for writing in. We hope to hear from you soon. Who's next? All right. And next up, we have an email from Rachel Roberge. All right. I enjoyed listening to your show this week. While I do agree with a lot of what you said, I wanted to respond with some positive commendations in rebuttal to the starts and stops. After all, despite the frustrating choices WDW seems to make, it is still a place I love visiting. Here they are. One, keep on creating healthier and fresher quick service options. Oh, that is a great one. Why didn't I think of that? What, healthy? The counter service options. I mean, everything is just burgers and fries. And I often complain that you never got like a, a really nice a salad. Well, I mean, you, you can find them, but it's kind of few and far between. Like a place that just, that's all they do. Like you, you can find a healthy option, but it's usually like an option. Like as in one thing, as opposed to the 20 bad things for you. Like having like a counter service that was just dedicated to like sushi or something like that. You know, that kind of thing. All right. But why am i saying it let's let rachel say it 
Uh, some of the newest quick service is Harambe Market, Satuli Canteen, Geyser Point, and Landscape of Flavors, all focus on fresher food, healthier options, and still have delicious comfort food staples. They have been upping their quick service game at these new locations, and I am all about it. I like that. That's, that's actually a really good observation. Two, renovating the rooms. Copper Creek Villas, Pop Century, Caribbean Beach, all these resorts have recently gotten some tasteful and thoughtful room overhauls, and it has made me more excited to stay there. Wow, I knew about the Copper Creek. Pop Century, what did, what did Pop Century do, Lee? Uh, they're redoing all the rooms now. Instead of having um, two uh, single beds, they're going to have a queen all bed the and then beds. a pull-out bed. All the single beds. <laughs> single beds. <laughs> all the single beds. You're out of here. If you don't like it, put a sheet on it. Put them in the queens. <laughs> yeah so they're they're putting <laughs> they're putting a queen and then a um like a murphy bed in those rooms uh so that basically you have two queen beds to sleep on now instead of two full-size beds hmm. and then you know new interiors and stuff like that a little more updated okay nice that's great so that pop century is uh, just a resort I've, I've avoided like the plague hmm. i've seen it i've been there it just doesn't like i stay in the disney grounds and we'll get to this with keith a little bit later but i say on disney grounds would be immersed in that disney great theming i don't see great theme <laughs> at the you don't pop see century great theming? pop no. century cube and all that stuff no just not there man makes you want to just pop right out it's just huh? not disney theme what'd you say Lee? yeah that's... it's it's not bad i say it's not bad thing it's just not really you don't feel like you're at disney yeah it, it, it seems you like something walkman you got the big rubik's cube you know yeah. for the 80s and stuff like that um, but it's not, it doesn't feel as Disney as, say, for example, the All Stars. How about um, when you walk outside and you see the great big Mickey Mouse staying in front of your room? That's kind yeah, of Disney. It's also close to Art of Animation, so you can just walk across and, you know, go eat lunch over there or something. Go see so. a better resort. We got to pop out and go somewhere else. Wait, what is the big Mickey Mouse right outside your room, well, Kirk? Not only, ju- um, like they were saying, the Rubik's Cube and the Walkmans and stuff like that, 8-track tapes. Those, okay, that's all what those I've are, seen. Those are around the corner, on the ends of the uh, the buildings, like covering the um, the mm-hmm. stairs, the, the outer stairs. Okay. In the middle of the buildings, you usually have um, a statue or something or a set piece dedicated to something Disney. You have uh, characters from the Jungle Book, Baloo and um, the little boy, what's his name? Mowgli. Yeah, Mowgli. him. Yeah. Or the uh, Mickey Mouse with the um, telephone. Red diaper boy. Oh, or you have the, the, or you have film, um, yeah. the Mr. And Mrs. Potato Head from Toy Story. Gotcha. Goofy with a with a surfboard. It's different things. It is themed to Disney. Just you have to go between the buildings to find it. Okay, so you actually have to book it to find the Disney. <laughs> like, because I've only seen it from the outside, and I've been like, eh, no. But yeah, I'm looking online now. I can see the pictures. Yeah, that classic Mickey phone. They do have a big statue of Roger Rabbit. Oh, I love me some Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still not enough to make me want to stay there, but it's better. And better, the, and the rooms know. are nice. When we were there in October. Um, like Lee was saying, it's a queen bed, and the bed next to it um, folds up, and you have, it leaves a table behind it. Mm-hmm. So they're nicer than before. Yeah, I don't know, but they're, you know, they're just like a big wheel right in the middle of my resort. I mean, big wheel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Big wheel doesn't do it. But I, I could be look. I've never stayed there, so I, my opinion is automatically disqualified. I'm just saying I've never seen anything from the outside of it that's like I want to venture in further. I could see one day this that resort being rethemed to something that's like more like art of animation. I agree. Yep. I would hope so. But there again, like I'm sure it has a place in people's heart. Again, a big yo-yo outside my window is not going to be something that I want to say. <laughs> um, 
Anyway. Oh, a laptop. That's the other one. A laptop. They got a laptop. <laughs> a laptop. <laughs> and a Walkman, too, I think, actually. Yeah, a yeah. Walk- Walkman. Oh, my God. Why they just have the 18 van in front or something? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be something to With look Mr. at. T standing Mr. Outside. Mr. T. Yeah, he'd need work. <laughs> Webster. <laughs> Webster's hanging out. <laughs> like a huge Webster statue. <laughs> like the biggest Webster. <laughs> Mr. Belvedere. Yeah, yeah, you know, hanging by Elf or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because Mr. Belvedere can't be within 15 yards of Webster. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Belvedere, Webster, Earth mm. on this side, and back there is Kirk Cameron and dedicated to Lee. Anyway. And number three, lengthening festivals at Epcot. I know not everyone will agree because I hear complaints that food and wine is longer as well as flower and garden, but I love Epcot during a festival. We've been a couple times in February between Festival of the Arts and F&G, and Epcot is just not the same without the festivals. Keep them coming, Epcot executives. Love those specialty booths. I hope you all don't perceive this as a critique of your show. Again, I was on board with at least 90% of what you said, but wanted to contribute something new. Also, Tables in Wonderland still does exist. It's 20% off at most dining locations, including alcohol. A membership is $150 per year, though, so if you don't make it out there for two vacations in a year, the value is questionable. Thanks again, guys, for the fun cast. Rachel Roberge. No, man, you did not... uh, Disappoint. Yeah, you did not disappoint at all. In fact, everything that you named, I'm on board with all three of those. I think those are great suggestions. I wish... We were original enough to have thought of those. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's so many things to pick and choose from. So, nah, that's no, that's no critique on us. That's creativity points for you. Uh, no, and in our defense, we didn't find out what we were going to be recording on that about until like the night before we were about ready to record. So, we didn't really have a chance to be original yeah. and, and really put some uh, as much thought into these things as we normally do. But I mean, those are three great suggestions. I especially love the uh, the counter service one. I think that's an awesome suggestion. Well, thank you, Rachel. That was a that was great. Um, wonderful suggestions there. Yeah. I mean, anybody? Any other thoughts? Uh, anybody else? Oh, I love the festivals at Epcot. You want them longer? Oh, they good like they are. Okay. No, I love the fact they included Festival of the Arts. I mean, I I'm with her. I, I think as many ways as you can find to celebrate arts, wine, food, any, anything. Uh, flowers, flower, anything like <laughs> that, anything that gives Sophie you a Aries. reason to go outside and enjoy the, the the scenery and any of that. Keith, what do you think? Well, I think if you add more festivals, you're you're going to make it just year round festivals. You might as well just do that then. Just leave the booths up year round if you know people enjoy it that much. But I mean, I think it's great. It definitely makes Epcot different than it you know kind of normally is. Kind of gives it some more flavor, especially to uh, World Showcase. So I'm all for it. Cool, man. Lee. Ditto. Ditto. Word, Nick. Ditto. Fascinating no, insight I mean, there, Lee. Cool. Uh, yeah. A little pop century <laughs> reference. You know, food <laughs> wine to me was like one of the. <laughs> I mean, it's all good stuff, man. Anything you can do to to put a little extra something for people. Especially like stuff like that, it's you can spend money if you want to, but for the most part, you can still enjoy it without having to spend extra money. So you're getting something and not having to pay more for it. So that's always good. good. That's yeah. always a good thing. It gives you even more reasons to be on that dining plan using those snack credits. Absolutely. Who's next? And next up on the show, we have an email from Austin Alvarez. Hey guys, let me start by saying thank you so much for the show. I listen to you guys while I work all day. I'm a natural gas technician and I drive around all day so I have a lot of free time. 
Your podcast keeps me in the Disney spirit and has me laughing my ass off at the same time. I've never laughed harder than when Eli starts going into his tangents. Tangents. <laughs> That's, that's the whole show here, uh, dude. What's a tangents? Even yeah. the listeners are picking up on it, man. They're seeing, <laughs> seeing what? There's no tangents. That's observational objectiveness. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about most of the time. But yeah, well, they're analogies. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't have tangents, huh? You have tangents. Do not have ta- I have tangerines growing in the backyard, but you do not have tangents. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be tarat tarat. We'll be tangent 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 tangent. <laughs> I won't fair enough for me, you know. You have a, long dangling tangents. <laughs> well, you know, they gotta get some mess sometimes. <laughs> well, you just you just spoil because you see all the tangents. I mean, but that's, that don't mean they're not special. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop bringing them out, though. We've asked you before. I told you about that, man. Tangents need oxygen. <laughs> I didn't think it was a tangent, but okay, it's all good. That's all good. It's your way of making sense of something. It's yeah, it's me bringing what I have to the table. Well, no, they love it except for Kirk. Kirk doesn't want to see him no more. You don't want to see him no more, Kirk. Oh, please! I'll, I can always use your tangents in my life. <laughs> <laughs> my life needs your tangents more. It makes my tougher days a little easier when your podcast is on. My question to you guys is: What is your favorite ride theming and why? My personal favorite is Indiana Jones at Disneyland because of how detailed the theming is, and I feel like I'm actually there with Indy. Once again, thanks for all the great content, and please don't slow down anytime soon. Thank you, Austin. Well, Austin, we've tried to slow down, and we can't. <laughs> slow down? What's that? Slowing down just gives us more stuff to edit, so <laughs> I don't yeah. think you have to worry about that. Um, wow, that's a good question. What is your favorite ride theming and why? Who wants to take this first? Good ride theming. Well, mine was on the last episode, so uh, Tower Terror. Tower Terror. Yeah, I mean that's that, to me that's one of the best themed uh, attractions in Walt Disney World for mm-hmm. sure. Wow, wow that's that's wow. kind of tough because uh, I can only I can only deal do with the world because I haven't been to land in a good bit. So he was saying like in general, right? Because he was. Comp- he was talking about Indiana yeah. Jones and the Land, right? Yeah. So and Indiana Jones is a yeah. tough one, but I've only been there a couple of times, so I've not the experience I, I should have with it. And I, I want to say both times I went on Indy, we fast passed it. So <laughs> we didn't. So you blew right by the queue. Yeah. That was a long line, though, Keith. Mm, I mean, <laughs> now, now see, when he said that he was re- referring to uh, theming in one attraction or one area, I think, he's, I think it's a total package. It's a ride theming. Because I would have to. Piggyback on what Lee said, Tower of Terror, but include Sunset Boulevard in that, and how the whole street leads up to that. Okay. All those buildings are modeled out to some building in Hollywood. You even have the billboard at the front of the street, which advertises the Tower of Terror, but mm-hmm. as the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Yes. Back when it used to be an actual hotel. Mm-hmm. And you, you see that building off in the distance. And when you get there, you still have to go around the curves, around the corners to actually get to it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to that queue, you got to wind through it. And you, as you never realize it, but you're slowly going uphill. Yeah. And you feel that, that you hear that music build as you get to it. You get to you get mm-hmm. that dried out fountain in the middle. Yeah. And you get to that, you run the curve to that lobby. Just to me, that, that's the best kind of thing in the area, in the parts that I know. That's that pretty strong. That's hard to. Mm. Not just the Tower Terror itself, but that, that whole street builds up to that one thing. Forget about that upside down car to the right, to the left of it, because that blows the whole thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roller coaster. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Whatever it's working. Keith, you got what you like you lied to you have I was I'm 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 sitting here fighting because I wanna say if only they could fix the Yeti, I would I would say Everest. But mm. um because like again you go there, it, it does you feel like you're in like, you know, what um I wanna say Yemen and that's not right. Um Nepal, viva Nepal. Nepal, thank you. <laughs> Look at you smiling. You, smile. you, look, you know you did a good job. You can just see right by the smile on your face right there. You know you did you good. You didn't even know Nepal. what you did. You just smiled. Just smiling. Just did this good job. Viva Nepal. Viva <laughs> Nepal. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was a tangent. All right, fine. Okay, now you got to define it. <laughs> no, okay. that wasn't a tangent. That was an obscure reference. Yeah. Difference. Okay. But uh, I, if they, but of course they would need to fix the Yeti. Um, but I, I like, I always like that setup. Uh, when you go in there, you know, going through, you know, going through the queue, seeing like, you know, all the different articles and just like, you know, the posts and everything. You, and you feel like you're in the mountains, but Broken Yeti is just what ruins that. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a part. So that'd be my honorable mention, but. It almost seems like a perfect attraction. And Indy is pretty damn close to perfect. You know, Danny, I think you're overlooking one, though. No, but I'm, your, I'm not one naming one yet. Though. Uh, I'm thinking. Look, trust me, Muppets is Mansion? Muppets is on the, the top of my list right now. What what do you what 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 were you saying? The haunted mansion. You walk through the graveyard, kind of set in the mood. You have the creepy music, and then you kind of you know you walk into the uh, you know the mansion, mm-hmm. and then you have the ride itself. I mean, I think the theming there is pretty uh, pretty strong, pretty good. I agree with you. It just feels like that new cue is just kind of shoehorned in there. It doesn't feel as natural. True. Per se, True. I mean, but it's 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 good. Uh, is it my favorite? I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Muppets, kind of for the exact same reasons I talked about in our last show. Uh, that courtyard is spectacular. The instrumental music that you hear in the background, the fountain, um, and then you walk into the Muppet Theater and you see the pre-show and all the sight gags and all the inside references where it's like all this backstage look at the Muppet Theater and you walk in and it's an actual faithful recreation of the Muppet Theater. Mm-hmm. That's some great theming too. Man. Oh, this is a I think question. we could debate this all night, really. We could. This is a whole topic in itself, of, of itself. Uh, for right now, oh man, I could go back and forth. But I'm just going to go with Muppets just for the sake of brevity. And, I, and by the way, that Twilight Zone Tower Terror answer is really good as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could easily see it being that. There's no wrong answers here, yeah. really. It's preference thing. Well, here we are in the hub, and we wanted to have a good topic today. So, staying on-site versus off-site Disney property, which is the right one for you? One thing we have to consider, though, is it's going to be a different answer for every single person, and um, there's lots of different things to uh, consider. And just kind of going around the room ourselves, we have a lot of different point of views for somebody who might be want to stay in on-site versus off-site. Now, Lee, you have a family of five, and Eli, I'm going to put this a little bit lightly. You, you're, you're a single guy. You might be a little more budget-minded. And uh, Danny, you're a veteran who kind of seen everything kind of at Disney. So, you know, there's a lot of kind of different points of view. So, you know, we want to kind of uh, just kind of toss it around the room a little bit and kind of discuss, you know, what are the reasons to stay on-site at Disney property versus uh, um, off-site? Yes, definitely. And uh, 
we're going to let you and, and Lee pretty much primarily handle this discussion here. We're going to chime in with our questions and our thoughts as we go, because, I mean, obviously we know that there's this history between you and Lee, and he's like your Lex Luthor. And, yep. and, and he's you're my like, arch nemesis. He's, he's your arch nemesis. I don't know where that bad blood is stemming from. Number one on the rogues gallery. What, where is that bad blood stemming from? Well, it, I don't know, it all goes I'm, I'm like orange juice, and you're like toothpaste. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 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 wow. It's a bad taste in the mouth, huh? the mic and walked up. Go ahead. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, he just threw that. I caught me off guard. Well, first off, in, in talking staying on-site versus off-site. Um, Wait, you, you didn't know, answer the person- question. What question? A man well, saying you I, like toothpaste or orange juice or something. Well, I see. Uh, How did my, my blood my start? Well, I think it comes down to when I hosted. Well, not hosted, but I was on the Thanksgiving episode talking about Thanksgiving, and I felt like Eli was cu- uh, at a point. Uh, what I do? Down to- How I get in this? <laughs> <laughs> what, I, what I did? Eli, <laughs> what am I mouthwash <laughs> now? What? <laughs> what I do? So you're toenail well, clippers. I'm toenail <laughs> clippers with orange juice and toothpaste. I'm dental floss. <laughs> dental. <laughs> It comes down to when I was on the uh, Thanksgiving episode, and uh, Lee was making a couple little comments about uh, Thanksgiving, and I kind of felt like he was mocking me a little bit, um, so that's where I guess it kind of uh, started a little bit brewing, and just kind of been brewing a little bit since then. So Can I, uh, say, I agree with Keith 100%. I felt like all Lee did was mock Keith that entire show. It was very unprofessional, and not the way we treat guests on the Magic Our Way podcast. I was wondering did something happen before that, or because I kind of remember some some things. Uh, um, yeah, I remember some Lee. Things. Lee had to Lee had to say his piece. Like that man was on a mission. He was like Chuck Norris in Mission in Action. He was popping out the water, just shooting bullets everywhere. It was really rough. Okay, that's a tangent, right? So, Lee, why, why did you feel? <laughs> why did you feel the need to poke poke such fun at, at Keith's show? I don't think I did. I thought it was all in good fun. We were all, it's like how we talk, that's how we talk to each other. I was help, helping him feel welcome into the show by busting his balls a little bit. That's how we do. That's how we, like, That's you initiation, know, right? That's initiation. That's right. Like hazing. So that's all it was. Uh, Is that, okay, so yeah. you, you, you were giving him an extra dose of love. That's right. That tough was some love. tough love, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. That tough was. Love. I was child abuse. So that look was, at that. There is no, <laughs> there is no beef. There is no. There West is no Coast beef. There, Lee's not Biggie and Keith's not Tupac. Yeah, he's not Pac. No. Like no the, East Coast, yeah. West Coast. No Death Row versus it's Death all, Jam. It's all good here until we start debating on site versus off site, and then we'll uh, probably get a little heated here. So. Uh, we'll, uh, oh, Keith saying he got something for your ass, Lee. <laughs> Well, first off, in discussing on-site versus off-site, it's going to kind of vary from every person. And there's a couple of things that we need to consider, first off, talking about when you want to stay on-site versus off-site. Mm-hmm. First thing you got to talk is uh, cost. Yeah. Um, other things you need to talk about is how long you're staying, mm-hmm. when to stay, the number of people in your party and the various ages, mm-hmm. and what your trip purpose is, business, vacation, otherwise. And then is there anything you want to see in Central Florida besides this Disney World? There's a lot more out there. And also transportation logistics. Are you flying versus driving? So, Lee, when most of the people contact you to book a Disney vacation, you probably get a lot of first-timers. And I'm going to say right off the bat, if this is your only Disney World vacation or the once-in-a-lifetime vacation or you haven't done a Disney World vacation in five years – 
and you're going for a couple of days, I'm definitely going to say stay, stay on site. I mean, I don't think you're going to kind of agree with that one. You don't think I'm going to agree with that? <laughs> How did I, I know he wasn't going to let you. that go? <laughs> what you saying? I know, I'm asking what you're saying. You're saying I'm always two pages? What are you saying? I think you're going to agree that if it's a first-timer or someone who's going for once-in-a-lifetime trip or every five years that they should definitely stay on site, correct? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think that um, you know, as, as an overall experience, especially if it is your first time, you want to, you want to do Disney, you want to do it right. Uh, and I'll do you one too, Keith. That um, you know, I understand that not everyone is going to stay on Disney property. It's not for everyone. It's not in everyone's budget. Um, you know, but if you don't and, stay on property, Lee ain't helping you. <laughs> ain't no money well, in that. Ain't no money for me. There is. I can't feed kids with dreams. That. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, kids, I brought you hope to eat. <laughs> <laughs> How's that positivity taste? Tastes good or just tastes like air? Which one? But um, but yes, you're right. I mean, and I've said to people before, look, if, if the only way you can afford to go to Disney is to stay off-site, then that's what you need to do because you need to go to Disney. Yeah. Um, but I think, um, you know, what we'll discuss is um, what the pros and cons are for each, um, you know, each option and, and see where that leads uh, maybe the listeners to decide what they're going to do. All right, all right. bridges already. Look at that. We already got an agreement. I don't even right know, well, know what's happening time, right here. I have a couple of categories here. Let's kind of jump right into it here. First thing is, let's jump into price. So, you know, obviously, Disney World is a little more expensive than uh, staying off-site. And what? Just f- I did what? not have that in my notes. <laughs> you got notes? <laughs> yeah, I uh, looked it up, and I did not find that. Uh, really? Go figure. <laughs> My bank now account just, is... That's for argument's sake. Now, I've been going to Disney World for Thanksgiving basically almost every year for the last 20 years. I stayed on-site versus off-site. Mm-hmm. So just for cost perspective purposes, so I costed out um, some hotels off-site, and I'm sure, Lee, you kind of done it the same for on-site the week of Thanksgiving, which I believe this year is November 18th is the Sunday to November 24th, which is the Saturday. Right, that's what I looked at. All right. All right. So, so why don't you say those dates one more time so everyone understands? So this is the hypothetical week we're discussing. Correct. So we're basically discussing right. cost for November 18th, which is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, to the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So it's November 18th through the November 24th, 2018. Now, and so is this peak season, value season? What, 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 what season are we looking at here? This is peak season. Peak season. All right. Yeah. So yeah, because your your arguments can be a little bit more swayed by 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 the time you go, obviously. So yeah, of course. I mean, there's going to be various times of the years. I mean, peak season is the most expensive, so that's kind of why we picked it, just to kind of do a cost comparison. But you know, if you go in January, February, you know, you could get a deal on Disney property or offsite. It's obviously going to be cheaper. I mean, it's going to value based. It's going to change based on the time of year you go. Definitely. Right. So let's kind of just um, break it down here. So. I want to compare a value resort firstly. So, and all these places that I'm basically picking, I stayed at. So I kind of know, at least from an offsite perspective, they're kind of, um, I had no issues with kind of staying in the hotels and I'm not plugging in anything. You know, I'm not a sponsor for any of these hotels or whatever. It just kind of based on my experience is. Um, so I have for um, offsite for a value resort, 
basically I have a quality suites Lake Buena Vista hotel, which is kind of if you guys know where um, basically Disney Springs is, it's about three to four minutes right off Disney Springs. So it's very close to getting on Disney property. You have a pool at the hotel. You basically have, you know, it's it's a suite room. So you basically have a separate room with a couch kind of TV, that kind of thing. What's it so called for again? That, Quality Suites Lake Buena Vista. Quality Suites Lake Buena Vista. So all they do is suites. It's not like regular rooms. Correct. It's just all suites. Okay. So it breaks it down to um, $121.47 per night breaking up for six nights uh and i'm including tax in this also and i'm also doing rack rates and no triple a discount or whatever Mm -hmm. so i have 728.82 for my um quality suite so i'm getting a suite versus a value which is probably an all-stars or i'm not sure what you kind of used as a comparison yeah so i used all-stars as a comparison um so wait wait wait, 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 stop 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 real quick because keith Keith is hammering home that point about the suite. What, what what constitutes a suite? You get a kitchen area. How many beds? What, what are we talking about? How many it's just, people? It's two different rooms. So you'll have one room, a bedroom, and then it'll be separate from the rest of the hotel. Correct. Or the rest of the hotel room doesn't necessarily have to have. Uh, some will have kitchens, some won't. Uh, but they'll usually have one bedroom that is for the adults, and then there'll be a separate little partition, maybe a wall, and this then a, a sofa with a separate pulls room. up. Yeah, and it'll have a yeah. it'll have a a sofa that pulls out into a bed. Sometimes they'll have another bedroom. Um, I doubt Quality Inn is going to have a whole separate bedroom with another set of beds, Keith, or does, the, does the, it have a different, a separate room The way the space couch was, and things like that? was you walk into one room, you have your basically your living room area. There's kind of a little bit of a kind of a kitchen area, like a microwave kind of refrigerator kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have kind of a living room area with kind of your couch, TV in there, and then there's a separate bedroom where you could shut the door which basically has, you know, your your separate, you know, bedroom like in any other hotel, and then yeah, you have that's where the adults stay. Okay, so yeah. the adults stay there, and the kids sleep on the couch. So, so now, it's kind of in comparison, like a, a family suite over at one of the All Stars. Right, a one bedroom. No, not even close. Why? More like a family to... suite, kind of at an All Star, right, Lee? I don't even know if I want to take it that far. All uh, right, all right, <laughs> take it there. <laughs> I say at the one bedroom over at the Saratoga Springs. Yeah, that's a deluxe resort. That's not going to be the same as quality. Yeah, same as I'm, not, 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 I'm not talking about all that. I'm not talking about wherever you're staying right now. I'm talking. I'm just trying to make some kind of an understanding so that way people get a sense. Get a of, visual. Yeah, so of what it is, yeah. like comparable, uh, what it is that the quality suites in Lake Buena Vista offer. So what I, I'm saying is, is like it sounds like a one-bedroom villa where you have the separate bedroom. And then the open area where you have the pull-out couch and a little tiny kitchen. Is that about right? Right. Except for you don't have a kitchen. You have a microwave and you have a fridge. You don't have a little stove. You don't have, um, you know, like a washer and dryer that you're going to have in a villa. Okay, um, so you talk. Okay, so that's the difference between the suites. Is the suites don't really have a kitchen. It's just like a uh, a, a, a okay. So and, and again, this is I'm going to tell you right now. This is where you're going to be challenged when you stay off site. Is that with Disney, you've got a set of, you know, whatever it is, 20 different hotels. Um, anybody that knows anything about Disney can pretty much lead you in the right direction. Then you've got the entire city of Orlando uh, that you have to pick from and, and figure out what's what. Right. Um, so at that point, the only thing you can do is find things that are close to Disney um, and then kind of go from there. Because, I mean, you, 
there's no way me or Keith could price out, you know, 50, 60, 70 different hotels in the city of Orlando. Right. I was uh, just going based on experiences where I actually stay at the Sure. Place, well, you've actually so, yeah. stayed, so you're familiar with it, and right. I get that. Yep. Uh, whereas what I did was I took um, and and asked around and found out what were the mo- more popular um, resorts that people will stay at uh, when staying off-site. Uh, you know, like, for example... Carib Royale, Wyndham Bonham Creek, uh, Hilton Bonham Creek, Lake Buena Vista. And then since Keith had stayed, he mentioned last time he stayed at Sheraton Vistana, right. I also threw that one in here as well. So, you know, what you'll find again is that, I mean, I stay at La Quinta's all week long for work. I can get a free room at La Quinta right now if I want to. So, I mean, you can't beat free. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a deep, um, right. But, but I still choose to not use my free nights at La Quinta when I go on a Disney vacation. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather use that, you know, to go to Galveston for the weekend or, you know, um, take the family down to San Antonio or Austin or something like that, that, you know, staying at a La Quinta, I'm not missing out when I'm staying in San Antonio as I am when I'm staying in Orlando. Okay. So, so anyway, to, so to try to compare to what Keith's doing, you know, the closest thing that we can get on site is an all-star resort. Um, a standard room is going to be about $144 a night for that time. Um, so a couple things real quick, Keith. Do you know if that resort uh, has any resort fees? That one specifically doesn't, but that's okay. one thing we does have to um, point out is when you are staying off-site, some of these hotels do have resort fees, and that could run from anywhere from $25 to $40 a night. A night. So you definitely got to kind of watch that when you're definitely – Are there um, any, any parking at fees at this hotel? No, this has free parking as well. Yeah, well, so, that's, those are uh-huh. all good things. I mean, I would think so. Quality Inn, I've stayed at a few Quality Inns here and there. It's pretty basic. It's it's about on the same level as, say, La Quinta, uh, Comfort Suites, you know, things like that. So it's not it's not a dump by any means. Uh, you're not going to feel unsafe staying there, um, you know, but it's, there's also nothing extraordinary about it. It's a nice, clean place to stay. Well, um, you gave about $20 difference. Now, I basically, staying offsite, I'm getting a free breakfast. Now, granted, it's not... It's not a great breakfast, but you kind of have to do um, value that into the cost when staying on-site versus off-site as well, depending yeah. on, obviously, once again, kind of where you stay. Um, right, well, you, jams and crackers, that don't cut it all the time. <laughs> I was going to say. Mean, you, know, you got bagels. You got some, you know, probably probably some powdered eggs, uh, some bacon right, and yeah. sausage. Yeah, so yeah. great breakfast, it's not, enough to get It's you not terrible. No, wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait hold on. Yeah, I, I feel like you're glossing by the breakfast. Specifically, <laughs> who needs breakfast? Is it a continental breakfast? Is it bagels and cream cheese? It's is a it? full breakfast. This is a full breakfast. It's a full breakfast. That's, that's a selling point. That's good. I and, think I'll just, and, oh, it's just a little uh, little breakfast. No. People don't need to eat. And we just. Well, I don't know. You tell me. I've never stayed there, so. And we just to go back to the suite, it's a full equipped kitchen with a full size refrigerator. Stoves, dishwasher as well. Okay, cool. All right, so, so we're so. back to my idea before. That was just a bedroom villa. That's what we're talking about here in, in, in terms of comparable this is so, rooms. This is so crazy. Uh, so, okay. All one bedroom villa. But. Re- really quick before y'all start getting too deep into another thing. Uh, you said, Keith, that you have, or you both said that you have, like, points that you rack up that give you an option to have a more affordable stay, right? So what's the cost if you're like me and I don't, travel to that many hotels where I could rack up hotel free continental breakfast points. I mean Well that's well, what I she mean, said. So his was like one twenty a night. Um without the points. Without the points, yeah. Right. So just if you just the regular Joe off the street, 
um, about 120 a night. Okay. Correct. And yours is what, Lee? 144. All right. So we got like a $20 difference. You know, but again, yeah, but, you know, again, I'm, I'm trying to put you in all star sports, whereas you're not going to have a, uh, you know, a stove and all that. But, well, but you know. yeah, timeout. I mean, you got to factor in the fact that, okay, so if I'm staying off site, I need a rental car, I need to pay for parking, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. Yeah, exactly. So that, that price kind of equals out kind of quickly. Do they charge you for uh, any other amenities like, you know, Wi Fi or. No, that no, would be a resort no fee. And, fees. Yeah, there's no hidden fees. I looked into that. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, that's not no, That doesn't that mean that every resort. Like, I mean, uh, obviously, also you look into now. Is there any theming? Is it at the, at the La Quinta? <laughs> is there, there? That's <laughs> the one thing Disney definitely. I mean, definitely wins on is. I mean, kind of. You know, as far as you know, there is Disney benefits for staying. You know, on site, you get the extra magic hours. Mm-hmm. The You know, the ability to make fast passes up to sixty days prior. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of huge. The magic bands, and then you know, you basically, if you wanted, you know, purchase the Disney dining plan. So there's definitely perks kind of for staying on site. Yeah. But you know, I'm going to kind of argue a little bit. So I'm already twenty dollars cheaper. Good I have night. a free breakfast, and my room is bigger than Lee's. Um, you know, than the All Stars, but Lee has the extra theming. Size matters. You know, yeah, size so matters. <laughs> you know, obviously the Disney theming. I mean, you're not going to get that staying off site. So it's you know, so, this is going to be so, kind of amenity, oh, kind of you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, okay. But you know, I mean, again, I mean, All Stars is is going to be what it is. Um, your theming is going to be what it is. Some people get turned off by it. some people that that's not a benefit. Um, that that in your face, uh, over the top Disney theming. Um, and, you know, I think when, when this show's over, you know, you're going to win on price, but not by much. And, again, you know, that's where you as a family have to decide what's it worth, you know, what, how much can I save and what am I missing out on the other end that is it worth it to, to save that, you know, a couple, two or three hundred dollars. You're saying so. what, what is your peace of mind worth? Right. Uh, well, it just, I mean, the overall experience, to be honest with you. Um, so, Keith, let me ask you this. On your packages, did you do tickets as well? No, I did straight hotel. hotels. Yeah. So. All right. So if you were going to do tickets not and you were staying off-site, would you normally buy them directly through Disney, or what would you do? Now, I'm kind of a unique scenario because I bought non-expiration years ago. So you know I'm good probably for the next 20 years, but I'm not pa- a normal person. So normally I would buy them. <laughs> I would buy pause this conversation. Pause. Um, <laughs> just edit, edit this out real quick. But Why? I think, yeah. well, because I think we need to at least like be on the same page. Yeah. Because th- if we're talking about what I do and what Keith does, I don't think that really is the conversation. Great. I think the conversation needs to be what the average family does. Great. So yep. Keith may be an annual pass holder. Keith may have a rich uncle that gives him, you know, a lifetime right. yep. supply of tickets. Yep. I don't know what you know Keith does. I can get free rooms at La Quinta, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We want to kind of focus on the average, the average family. You know, dad, mom, two kids, five days in the parks. Yep. Boom. That's I think we that's, have to. I think we have to start discussing it around those parameters. That's where right. I, that actually, wasn't what we were doing already. I well, actually. But then Keith's I, about to say when I'm saying like we're about to get in the conversation <laughs> about what Keith does. Uh, no, yep, you yep. ask it, Keith a direct question. You say Keith. And that's why I said <laughs> let me pause this because I think we need now, to say wait. the average. Family. Well, now, you, you know, then what you say is edit point. Sorry, yeah, I asked I, you that direct question. <laughs> that's why well, I wanted to pause. We wanted, we wanted to discuss, which I kind of, I kind of went into it a little bit too much. Is basically, I have a couple um, category breakdowns 
of basically things to fa factor in and staying on-site versus off-site, price, location, flexibility, room location, room benefits, hotel amenities, and extra factors. I think we should probably mention that as well. I could, so all I'm saying is like, let's, let's pause what we just did. Let me yep. restate the question. All right, and, and put restate it, the put question. it in the context of the average family. All right, so, I didn't know this was a congressional hearing. Now, do, do y'all have an accord, and how y'all are going to handle this going four, forward? Senator, I have <laughs> ask, ask that question again. Overruled. So, Keith, would you say the average family, if they're staying offsite, is going to buy their tickets from Disney directly or from another source? Objection, hearsay, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll forward so, that motion. I wanted to do that. Kind of point. Make, I would You're out of order. <laughs> You're out of order. This whole court is out of order. <laughs> so, Keith, I would, would you, I would, if you had no annual pass, if you had no annual whatevers, what would you do? I would buy them ahead of time from Disney. A lot of time, you know, they have they have these these Disney brokers selling tickets, and that's kind of you know I kind of worry about these first time people kind of buying tickets from them, and it's like whole timeshare presentation yep. stuff like that, you know. So I would definitely you know encourage people to buy their tickets ahead of time. So okay. through and Disney, again, I would, so yes, through Disney, but you also correct. have to be careful because they don't have such thing as non expiration anymore. So you do have to use those tickets within a certain time. Correct. Yep. Yeah. But if you know you're going and you know you're going to buy them, then yeah. So, well, the reason I said this is because I actually I actually factored in um, for obviously staying on site, you know, the Disney ticket price. Um, for staying off site, I did factor in if someone were to use, say, underground uh, tourists, because I know Kevin uses them sometimes. It's a re relatively reputable site, not really going to have any problems. And it's about. See, $180 difference for five days worth of tickets. So, if you buy it on site versus off site, yeah, if you buy it through under undercover uh, tourists, that's the only person that I would even, right, uh, you know, yep. trust uh, to buy off site tickets. So, you so, get a discount for buying Disney tickets on site by staying at a Disney resort. Depends. Um, there could be a promotion or anything like that, but for these prices, I just did straight whatever rack rates for everything. Okay. So Keith, uh, if you got a calculator, what did you factor your your uh, quality in room rate uh, to be? Quality. Uh, I have the quality suite seven twenty eight eighty two. Get it right. Quality. Quality Makita. And then uh, sixteen forty for tickets. Okay. So what is We've that? got Keith staying at the Sanford office. <laughs> <laughs> 1640 for tickets, 728.82. Yeah, and what is that total? Uh, hold on. I got to do some math here. You make me work here. Look how oh, he looks sorry. outside the window. He's old rusty dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> Two three sixty eight. Twenty five oh four to stay at All Stars. Mm -hmm. So it's a hundred and forty dollars less. You're gonna factor oh, you in your factor parking in a car. So yeah, you are gonna have to pay for parking at the um, at the res at the parks for five days. There's a hundred bucks there. Mm -hmm. So you're so you're almost kind of breaking even. Almost kind of breaking really. even. Okay, yeah. so, so now, Keith, now, now when you go, do you, and I know you're supposed to represent the average family, I'm just curious about you, when you go, do you rent a car, or do you... I, I always rent a car, because, now here's one, um, now if you're staying on-site at Disney, you basically, um, you use the Disney dining plan, um, now if I'm staying off-site, and I have a kitchen, I'm, I'm going to the supermarket, and I'm getting a, you know, three, four days worth of food for about $100, $150, and that's about, what, two days of the dining plan I'm not, I don't have the price of the dining plan in, in front of me Lee, but I'm sure you, you know it's about it $70 and change for an adult so, so basically 
I mean, yeah, obviously, that, everyone I think eats it's like forty dollars and change for the mm-hmm. kids. Okay, so I mean, by staying off-site and having a car, you definitely have a lot more flexibility. And if you pick a place that does have a you know a kitchen, full-size kitchen, you know, refrigerator, whatever, you're definitely kind of saving money there. Obviously, but, you have uh, the hassle of you have to go to the supermarket, that kind of thing, versus right. the convenience of using the Disney. Did you price plan. out a rental car, by the way? Just to see yes, I did. Three forty-four for a mid-size car for Alma. Okay. Okay, that's a three seventy. 375 for a full size. Okay. I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't yeah. rent a midsize. So, I'd have to yeah, same, yeah, same about cost or whatever. So 375. So. Right. Okay. So, once again, you're kind of balancing the convenience of, you know, being off-site. You know, obviously, you got to pay for a car versus being on-site with, you know, the Disney dining plan. So, obviously, you know, for the average family, you know, obviously, it's going to vary from person to person, whatever is convenient for them. Um, but I think, overall, it's going to be a little more expensive paying the Disney dining plan versus kind of eating off-site at, you know, restaurants and, you know, picking a place that has basically a kitchen. Well, but I mean, like now, if you're staying on-site, though, you can always go down to your, you know, and obviously it's going to be a little bit more expensive than what you pay at the grocery store, but you can you can buy bread, salami, you can make a sandwich. I mean, you don't have to. I was going to say, that just sounds like a lot more work. Like Well, the, that that's that was going to be my point is that if just not a you're the average family, it's just that if you're the average family and this is your first trip to Disney, right? Um, what amount of you're going to have to leave the resort to go home and eat dinner, or are you going to pack it into the you know are you going to pack sandwiches in? That's um, true. Peanut butter sandwiches you know, get old after a while. Yeah, I mean for for five days. Yeah, um, but even if you do that, okay, so. I'm 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 good with that. I understand that. Um, right. But again, I mean, if you're if you're talking about actually eating a dinner, you're talking about cooking dinner, using the kitchen that that you've that, I'm that's a benefit for your so hotel. Right. Then I do the dishes because yeah. nobody well, can really do it. Now. I guess Lee, I'm kind of looking at more at breakfast where you could just grab something really quick versus we're staying at a Disney resort. We got to go down in the lobby or the food court and grab the food. Sure. I mean, it's kind of right in your room. I so I also, think from a know, time perspective. Rope dropping perspective, it's a little bit quicker. Yeah. Sure, I mean you could also, you know, uh, get garden grocery to deliver some pop tarts and, uh, you know, some granola bars and stuff like that for breakfast as well. A couple, well, again, you know, you Uber. You go to your uh, lobby store, you go get Cheerios. Well, you can't get Cheerios. <laughs> get Cheerios. <laughs> you can go get Frosted Flakes or something. At your, you know, and and do that for breakfast. Like I know for me for breakfast, like I don't eat until I get into the parks. And I just make my way straight to that the Starbucks on Main Street. And I, you know, I grab like a uh, with my snack credit from my dining plan. I'll go ahead and get like a large frappuccino along with a uh, bagel or whatever whatever it is. I want to go ahead and eat. Like I always, I'm, I'm fascinated by that. The whole idea that you need to eat before going to the park. I, I always like to eat in the parks. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, you know, again, I mean, if you this is your average family going to Disney, I mean, you, your time is money, and I'm going to get into time is money in a little more detail well, later in the conversation, yeah. but. But time is money, and that's especially true at Disney when, you know, if it's going to, let's just say, uh, you know, Disney Springs is the area, you got to leave Magic Kingdom, get to the TTC, get in your car, drive over to your hotel. What are we talking, 30 minutes on a good day? Yeah. You know? But that could yep. be that. that could be that on Disney Transportation just to get back to your room 30 minutes. That's actually a good time. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I, yeah, that's one thing I, I will I be honest with you. I factored in some of these things, and I didn't factor in travel time to the resort because all the resorts I looked at, the, the, the travel times were pretty average. 16 minutes to Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 minutes to Animal Kingdom. 17 minutes to Magic Kingdom. 9 minutes to Epcot. So 
all the hotels I looked at also were very close to on site. So I figured the 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 transportation, if you have a car, kind of washes out with the Disney transportation mm -hmm. uh, in general. So I think I I kind of agree with that, but I kind of disagree in the sense where if you have the Disney dining plan and you're not eating in the parks and you're staying um, at Animal Kingdom Lodge and you want to go and eat at the Boardwalk and you don't have a car, how are you getting there? I guess now the whole di the mini Disney vans and you're paying an extra twenty five dollars. Or if you have a car, you're just jumping in your car and you're at the place in five minutes. Yeah, or you could like have a good travel agent that tells you, "Hey, you know, you should go to Boardwalk on Thursday because that's the day you're going to Epcot." <laughs> True, uh, that, that's you. a good point. That's a good point, Lee. As well I'll as agree with you on that one, you got to time it a, together, a right? Fits. And that right. look, that that is why you have a travel agent. It's <laughs> yep. a good point, Lee. Yeah. Very nicely done. Nice. Like like Lee said, time is money, so you know yeah, it makes sense to kind of back them, do them back to back, and logistically, yeah. So yeah. I won't argue with that one there. Well, let me give you an example of one of my off-site hotels because, again, these were the more popular ones. And I'll but give wait, you something. Before you go that, down that road, Lee, let, let's just say, for you know, for example, that they didn't have a good travel agent. Let's say they booked it themselves through Disney. Wait, wait where do we have to get through, Keith? We, we, were at, we had to get to where? Animal Kingdom Lodge, the boardwalk. Where was it? What is it? We're saying, saying, oh, we're at Animal, Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom Lodge, Kingdom Lodge and you but go you want to go eat at boardwalk. boardwalk. I want to go eat at Boardwalk. So I would just take a bus to Epcot. And walk through the main, uh, what you call it, the, um, international, the gateway. international gateway. Thank you. But if you don't have, what if you're not going to park that day? I didn't. I don't have park hopper tickets either. Let's just say you have like okay. one, you know, then daily passes. All right, uh, let me tell you. This is this is how easy it is. This is what I would Give do. One second. I would go <laughs> right to my bus stop. I would take the very first bus that shows up. I don't care where it's going. Wherever it goes. <laughs> Wherever it goes, I get off at that bus stop and I walk right directly to the boardwalk bus. And I'll wait for the next boardwalk bus. It's not that complicated. I mean, it really is. I'm just, I'm, I'm just wanting to go you ahead and kind of think buses, that through. You, you gotta it take buses though. It is, and and don't get me wrong. That's about a thirty to forty minute trip, depending. Unless you just luck out that day and everything just shows up. But that is right. one good thing about Disney reservations. If you have a reservation and you're like thirty minutes late, they'll still honor it. Yeah. Right, but that's. You know, what that's one disadvantage, though, of, you know, kind of the transportation logistics is great to the parks. Mm -hmm. But if you want to do anything outside the parks by staying on Disney property, you're going to waste some time by taking the buses. While if you're off-site and you have a car, but then, like, we kind directly of to it, yeah. is going, you know, back to the hotel after the end of the night. You know, you, like you said, especially the Magic Kingdom, you got to take the transportation, got to get mm -hmm. in the car and drive off. So yeah. it's kind of logistics versus time, you know, so. Well, you know, it should take you about um, – about 45 minutes to go from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Boardwalk Inn. You could either, like Danny said, you could do it that way. You could also go to Hollywood Studios and um, walk over to Boardwalk Inn. Uh, you could uh, go to Blizzard Beach and go over to Boardwalk Inn. Uh, mm -hmm. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but it should take you about 45 minutes either way. So, Obviously, if you had a car, it'd take you about 15 minutes. So you got about 30 minutes of wasted time. Yeah. Um, so that's about an hour, you know, round trip that you're going to kill. So again, as we talk about time is money a little more, you know, that's something you can factor in. Then you could also, you know, you, this is going to be, we're going to have a lot of complicated conversations, but you know, you don't have to do minivans. You don't have to do a cab. You could also do Uber. Yeah. And you know, what is that? 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Um, you know, is $15 worth your 30 minutes an hour uh, of your wasted time. I just uh, so. I just imagine the thing of after you go through a day in the parks, you're you're tired. Uh, so I, I would figure me um, 
if I had to go through and let's say I went and went drinking around the world, yeah, that rental car idea would probably best me up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's you a whole different discussion. There, I didn't know I understand. No, but that's, that's a valid point, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally. No, I, I get what you, like you said. Everybody has different methods on on how they pick how to do things, and um, I'm just saying, me, it's easier for me to go ahead and just cut loose. And luckily, like I travel, you know, I travel with Daddy. I travel with Kevin. So it's like, hey, what, what are we doing? All right, that sounds great. I would just pass out over here until it's time for whatever to show up, and that would be easy. But yeah, if I had a car or something, I mean, yeah, I think that would that car might get left at Epcot that night. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I, I or, you got to really, you got to really deal with some <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Or, or let's say I have, I, 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 I bring some people with me, but I'm the only one that can drive. You know, I'm not a person that drives around Orlando a lot. So now I have to go, where are we going? What's the exit? Where are we turned off to? How many lanes are there? Because I see eight. I mean, that, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot. Not that stressful. Eli ever drinks and drives. I mean, Eli no, is stone cold not. sober every time he leaves here, I swear. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've, I, absolutely. <laughs> every time. But that's why Officer Moeekin's here, to make sure that he knocks the beer out of Eli's hand every single time he takes a sip. I will not let you step behind the wheel of vehicle what toxicated sir uh, i right. appreciate that sir thank you for that's care. why i leave before you <laughs> well, while we're talking disney transportation though one thing is even if you're taking a disney bus mm-hmm. and it's dropping off you at your resort where mm-hmm. is it dropping you off in the lobby yep. you could be walking a good five to ten minutes back to your room at the end of the night after you're tired mm-hmm. that's going to kind of you know be a little longer walk so if you have a car now obviously getting to your car logistics emptying the park but once you're there you could pull right into the front of your hotel and you, you could be in your room probably a minute or two depending oh, on my good hotel. man or you could just you yeah. just rent a car on property and do the same thing oh but or so, you could have and, and this i was waiting for lee to do this or you could have a really good travel agent who's smart enough to call in in advance and say I want their room right next to the <laughs> transportation <laughs> stop. That's that true. was one thing. That's very true. When I did not have a travel agent and I was booking my rooms, that I, I said it before in the show, I'll say it again. That was what the biggest revelation was to me, was that, oh my God, you mean you can make special requests of your room? I, did, I had no idea. And every single time Lee has booked my, our trip, our hotel room is always right next to the main lobby or wherever they drop us off at so we never have to wander very far and you're right yeah and, and let's face it danny stays deluxe all the time so he's like hey i've arrived I, oh, <laughs> i'm here <laughs> he ain't, he ain't staying at the pop where he's got to walk through the the pool area and uh through the 70s to get over to the 80s well you know you but know? i'm not probably a good comparison to most people who do these trips like when i go yeah. to disney i know i'm going once a year so i big time it that, that's my thing. Is like, if I'm going to Disney, I'm going to big time it and I'm going to eat out at the nicest restaurants on Disney property, mm-hmm. stay in the nicer hotels on Disney property. Every time I've tried to save money at Disney, it always seems to blow up in my face. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but. Twitty, twitty. <laughs> like, I, and we're going to get into this a little bit later, but I was talking about Disneyland, which I think Disneyland probably has a little bit more in favor of staying off site than staying on site. But uh, I'm I'm kind of going through my little crisis of conscience uh, there as well. But I, I don't mean to sidetrack y'all. Go, why don't y'all get yeah. back into y'all's discussion? That was a tangent, sir. That's yeah, a, tangent. a tangent. So, that was throw, a tangent. But it wasn't as entertaining as yours, though. I'm sorry. I had drinking and driving. <laughs> let me throw this out there for conversation. So okay. I had 
to price out some offsite hotels too to see that I was dealing with. And again, I picked some of the more um, more popular, uh, close to Disney, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So one of those is the Crib Royale. Now, okay. I'm not going to tell you that I looked exactly where it's at, but again, I know exactly trans- where it's at. Yeah. Transportation wise. No, but I, it's pretty close to where I stayed. I know exactly where it is. It's right off of 535. So, so transportation-wise, it looks pretty decent. Nine minutes from Hollywood Studios. I, I yep. did MapQuest it. I MapQuested it. <laughs> so eight minutes from Epcot, 14 minutes from Animal Kingdom, 16 minutes from Magic Kingdom. Oh, so that I, looks much better that's, than La Quina. Yeah, so that's, that's, I mean, that's good. You know it's I mean? pretty for, close. Uh, water yeah. slide there, Keith. Why don't you stay there? <laughs> <laughs> this hotel costs $135 a night. Bargain. Okay. Well, but then you have to add in the resort fee. Oh, oh that damn resort That's going to cost you $150. $150? That's, that's, that's $150. for the time frame? Okay. They got to okay. chlorinate that pool with that water slide, though. That's a pretty and, Look at that water slide, though. You I also have seen to pay this a, hotel before. Wow. You also have to pay a parking wow. fee. Damn. So there's another $60. Oh. Okay. Got to pay for that water so slide. Good. But they have Again, theming want, there. Yeah, they have, they have a little bit of theming going on. Um, also got a $150 fee. <laughs> oh, I've definitely seen this. We've all seen this going to Disney World. Yeah. And now, if you want to get, if you don't want to rent a car, um, you have basically your choices are taxi or Uber. There's no shuttle from the airport. There's no way to get to the airport. So a taxi is going to cost you about 55 bucks. Jim, I'm going to drive you. I guess you're you not running a car, right? Right. Now, I, I okay. priced it both ways. I priced it with and without the car. Okay. So, obviously, without the car, you've got to get from the airport, and you've got to take a shuttle to the parks. Okay. So, hmm. okay. they do have a shuttle, and it is no cost for the shuttle. That's another thing I found out. I will tell you, this was very eye-opening, this exercise, because I was like, I cannot believe they're charging for this. I can't believe they're charging for this. Um, but their um, transportation shuttle is of no fee. There's no fee to use their shuttle. Uh, the only problem with their shuttle is it only goes to the TTC. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And it goes it goes between 8 a.m. and 12.15, and it will pick you up from 6.30 to 10.45. So wow. that's your choices. Now, that's a free shuttle, but that's your choices. So, again, factor in the rental car. Now you're going to factor in parking at the parks. That's $110 for the week. Um. Let's factor in your park tickets now. Again, using underground tourists, that's fourteen sixty one. So this is where I'd like to just add to the conversation: time is money. Um, so what I did was I took your tickets, and that's fourteen sixty one eighty one. And let me see my note here. But I think on average that week you've got sixty three hours. Of possible time in the parks. That's now, that's how now, many time. That's how how many hours the parks will be open that week. Now, one thing, um, Lee, though, is um, in this whole argument is is that I mean, you have to assume the average family are they going in the parks every single day? Why wouldn't they? They they waited their whole life to go to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> the one they? time they're going to go. We've saved for three years for this trip. We can't even afford to stay on site. We got to stay at. At the Carib well, Royale, some shit that ain't even the Carib Royale with cheese. I guess that that's the thing is like Royale with cheese. So if yeah, you're just, if you're just doing Disney, maybe maybe on site is 
is better. But if I've been to Disney a hundred times, I want to go to Universal. I want to go to SeaWorld. I want to see other attractions. Staying so offsite average, is better. The average family we're talking about doesn't. That's not what we're talking about. That's the an expensive trip. Is going to Walt Disney World. I don't okay, know about you. What the average I mean, family I, goes to Disney World? I was. I was, I was about the average family. Well, leave it with a, that. Yeah. Okay. I was approaching this as coming from a Disney podcast. Yeah. Okay. And it's not a Universal podcast. We're not a SeaWorld podcast. So I was assuming that we were talking about staying on or off site for your Disney vacation. Okay, we'll continue with that. Okay. So Magic Kingdom is going to be open up. Ooh, this is a congressional hearing. <laughs> uh, Hollywood Studios is going to be open up twelve hours one day. Animal Kingdom's up eleven hours, and Epcot's open twelve. Sixty-three hours total possible park time. So that's where you can take that, divide it out, depending depending on how much you paid. So fourteen sixty-one divided by sixty-three, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm coming up with that. So 1461 divided by 63 possible park hours is $23 an hour. Hmm. So every time you waste on a shuttle, every time you leave to go off site to eat at Olive Garden, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, they don't have nice restaurants in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to average family. The average family thinks Olive Garden is a great place to eat. You, know? uh, you, get, that, you get that salad. Get that salad. Yeah. So that's that's why I came up with that. Uh, that <laughs> and that's again, that's using the discounted ticket rate. So twenty three dollars an hour. Okay. So if you're if you're getting dropped off at the TTC, the only park that's going to be convenient for you is Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So there's two days where you've got the convenience of getting dropped at the TTC, going straight to the Magic Kingdom. The other three days you're going to have to go TTC to Epcot, TTC to Hollywood Studios, TTC to Animal Kingdom. Let's say that takes you thirty minutes. You know, one way, so an hour, that's three hours wasted. So that's $69. Also, if you want to factor this in, you are getting your fast passes at 30 days out, not 60 days out. So guess what you're not getting fast passes for? Flights of Passage. No! Frozen Ever After. No! No Banshee. (laughs) Well, no, yeah, no Banshee. So Flights of Passage, on average, is about a two-hour wait. Give yourself an hour for Frozen and maybe an hour for Seven Dwarves. You can factor it in however you want, but you're probably going to spend about four extra hours waiting in line because you weren't able to make your fast passes at 60 days. So time is money, Damn. $92. Damn. So Damn, You don't make enough money. So if you're saying the Crib Royale, I'm figuring you're going to spend about $810 on your hotel. If you use a rental car, you're going to spend $3,059. Without the rental, even with you know um, time is money factored in, twenty six seventy. So you're actually spending more to stay off site than at All Stars. Now, I don't know how much better Crib Royale is than All Stars. It looks nice. Then it looks yeah, nice. That's the water slide, right? Yeah, it's a hundred thirty-five dollar. It's a hundred thirty-five dollar night at a hotel. So that is not to me opulent. It's not you know going to be anything Which super fancy. But you know, Keith for the average hotel, with the inventor of Scrabble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is not opulent, sir. Not here it is. But for 135 bucks, I'm sure it's got a nice pool. It's got you know, it it looks nice from the outside. But you you're gonna definitely spend more than staying uh, at All Stars. All right, I, I got I got one one last argument here, Lee. We're at the end already. Oh my god! No, Time we're flies. not. We're not at the end. We could, I could debate this all night. I was saying well, this was argument. Nah, that I was have, a pretty compelling argument that Lee just made. That, that was, was very that good. Was, that was yeah. good. All right, Keith, go well, ahead. That was opulent. Yours. I like that word. Opulent. Opulent. 
if I could, I have a place now. Now, obviously, we we could debate this all day. Cost, you know. I mean, I could pick a ton of different, um, you know, places. But you know, there's obviously places off site, and once again, it comes down to time and convenience. But I have a place where basically, it's a it's a mansion, four thousand square feet, four bedrooms, sleeps ten people, four point five baths, and has a pool. Now, obviously, an advantage of, and once again, it's going to. It's going to vary from people to people, but if you're an average family and you have five kids, you're you're getting multiple rooms at Disney, correctly? Oh, you could stay at Port Orleans Riverside. You could stay at Caribbean Beach. You could stay at a family suite, Art of Animation. You could stay at a family suite at All Stars. But you're obviously um, you could no, also I stay at just about entire... any deluxe resort. But you know, as far as values go, you you definitely are limited. Well, I, I'm just not doing. I'm just doing overall now, moderate and. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. I got a quick question. I'm sorry. I'm cut about whose mansion is this? It's well, you could rent it. I was like, well, you, was it like Snoop Dogg's mansion? Or no, um, I'm just gonna run here. Six hundred twenty mansion. Is it like Floyd Mayweather's mansion? Like, does it have Bubbles the Monkey running around? It's just <laughs> It's six miles from Disney, so you're probably talking twenty minute drive. Okay. Six hundred and twenty five dollars a night, but it sleeps a party of ten. Now compare that to any of the. Now I priced it out compared to a contemporary Tower Bay, Tower Bay Lakeview. You're paying seven hundred and forty-one dollars a night. Tell me the size of the room compared to a mansion. Yeah, uh, don't doubt at all. If I'm spending that much though, I ain't even going to Disney, man. That's not, <laughs> that's not Disney mansion, right, right there, man. I, that's why I want to know who I mansion can't win that argument because I'm not even paying for tickets. Okay, hold on. I'm hold not on. even going to Disney. We ain't going nowhere. We in a mansion. Wait, wait. Can we back up one second, real quick? I it, need to go back. I don't need to ask Keith the question. Keith, you said it. It, it sleeps ten, right? Correct. I've seen four thousand square foot house. That's bigger than my house. Okay, I was gonna say because I've seen Disney rooms advertised as sleeping five. And there's one bed. <laughs> it's like, wow. you know, they advertise like stuff like sleeps this many people, but it doesn't mean sleeps comfortably. You're telling me yeah. that everybody at your mansion's got their own bedroom and bed. There's four four bedrooms and it has its own pool. I mean, so, I mean. So four bedrooms with two beds each is eight people. Where are the other two people sleeping? I don't know. By the I pool. To, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now where they're sleeping because I rented a beach house in Galveston last summer and it's supposed to snow and, and i'm sorry when we went to destin right and they have it, it sleeps whatever so me and my wife had a room my daughter had a room and my kids slept in what i can only describe as a glorified closet <laughs> <laughs> this thing was like a hallway with two bunk beds built into the hallway so <laughs> come on, Keith said a so, mansion. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't they ain't putting kids in the closet. We got we got a straw hut and uh, it's got a cot it in it. Mansion, but yeah, so you're right though. I mean, you you don't know. I mean, if you told me like, but I mean, you could say the same thing for a two bedroom villa, right? Okay, it sleeps ten. Well, that's two people in the king bed, two in this queen, two in this queen, two on the sofa, yeah. and two on this. Sofa. So. Yeah, I mean, it's not I mean, necessarily mean that everyone gets an actual real bed. That's what I'm I saying. Mean, my, my argument point is there's definitely, I mean, an average family would have to do their research. And then it once again comes down to the time versus convenience versus price. I think that's kind of the, the lying kind of topic here that we kind of keep circling back to over and over again. And I think 
that's what the average family has to kind of factor into this right. whole thing. I, I'm just saying, y'all keep saying average family, and an average family, brother and sister been, ain't sleeping in the same bed. Mm, unless they're making their old family. No. And that's somebody wrong. Get, somebody gets stuck that night. Somebody, somebody gonna have a baby with four eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was hate. talking about getting killed. I didn't mean. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. No, yeah. That's a funnier Difficult. joke. Go for it. It's like uh, Game of Thrones on us over here. Yeah. yeah. Disney's huh? expensive. I mean, if you're staying at the Contemporary, you're paying seven hundred dollars a night, depending on what time what time of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, I mean, it's you know the average family would have to kind of just you know obviously do research and be like, is there something offsite? That's equivalent. Maybe they would stumble upon a mansion, you know, which is out there or or not. Um, How far is the mansion from? Six miles from Disney. Six miles. Okay. There's about 20 something drive. I mean, it's probably in Golden Oaks. Is it in Golden Oaks? No, it's actually Reunion Resort, if you ever heard of that. It's kind of west, kind of near Animal Kingdom, kind of that area. Okay. Um, Hmm. But, you know, so it's just, you know, there's other opportunities out there. I mean, you're basically paying for the theming, you're paying for the Disney benefits, and you're paying for, you know, convenience. But yes. if, you know, if you want to eat off-site or save some money that way, I mean, it, know, kind, of, it kind of varies. You know, well, it, every, it's going to be different for every family, so. I got one more funny. question. I got one more question about the mansion. So does it come with a maid, a butler? <laughs> no, that's extra. You have to pay extra for that one. Does it come with a bat yeah. cave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Do you get to fight crime at night? <laughs> Are you expecting the sliding to pole? Yes. Hidden rooms. You didn't know that you had to be a crime fighter by night. Uh, by yeah, exactly. It's hey, extra right. fine print. It's extra cost that way. Okay, so Keith, right now, what I feel like Lee's doing a very good job of is pretty much making everything you're saying kind of a wash. But you know why? Because I'm locked into the average family. You're locked into the average family. Okay. Take us outside of that realm for a minute, okay? Tell us how it is that there are these really good savings. I mean, okay, obviously we want to appeal to the, the broadest audience that we could. We want this to fit right. most people. We like let, Let's say you're talking to me or to Eli or to Kirk. What could we do that would save us an extraordinary amount of money as opposed? Because I think all three of us normally when we go, with Eli and I stayed off site before yeah kirk have you stayed off site before nope nope okay uh obviously our preference is to stay on site but i mean like i said when we go we big time it so i mean I, i'm objective to this whole thing um good if you're if you're a first timer or if it's a once in a lifetime trip kind of like i said in the beginning definitely stay on site but if you're an average family who's kind of trying to save some money or like you guys who are kind of veterans kind of been around the block mm-hmm. and you don't want to be spending $700 a night to stay in a, basically a normal hotel room of the contemporary, uh-huh. there's... I don't know what I call the tower room theme park view ordinary. Now, if yeah. you stay in the I garden was, wing, that's kind of ordinary. The, gor- the garden wing contemporary is ordinary. That's closer to but about 450 t- a night though, right? Yeah, and you know, you're talking about you are watching the fireworks from your room in your bathrobe with the music pumped right. in while your I wife's got- giving you a blowjob. I mean, price on that. I don't know I'm what he said after I'm that. That sounded great. Done. Done. All right. Where are we I staying? Got- Somebody get it. Mrs. Lastavico yeah. on the line to confirm. <laughs> I have, a, I have that dude. And boom goes. I have a <laughs> wishes. I have a wishes. <laughs> they don't do wishes anymore, mother. <laughs>
<laughs> Wishing for a blowjob, watching fireworks. It's called Happily Ever After. You I bet it is if that's all happening. You get a Happily Ever After ending, Lee. Oh, wow. Okay, Keith, go ahead. I'm sorry. Lee and his pornography sidetracked you. That worked. I don't know what he said after that, though. I totally blanked after he said that. No, that was, that was a good distinction to make. Go ahead, Keith. I, I have a two-bedroom suite off-site, which overlooks Disney Springs. Do you have the blowjob? Yes. <laughs> no, How do no. you beat that? You got to beat uh, that. $166 a night, two-bedroom suite, and I can see all the park's fireworks from my balcony. Nice. Where does the... With some strippers? Or, come on. With, uh, come on. You're asking about the man's Strippers on trapeze? Or something like that. Lee throws his business all out there. Maybe Keith doesn't want to put his business on the It don't have street. to be his business. I thought he could just kind of embellish a little bit oh you're, you're selling it yeah go okay. for a tangent you mean no but I'm, i do have a serious question. i'm fine with that <laughs> okay lee's got a serious question go ahead lee so 166 dollars a night for where the uh, blue heron resort so i stayed blue there heron. blue heroin resort <laughs> blue heroin. <laughs> that does <laughs> not that's, so good. that's the one theme to the bring living, it back <laughs> it has living room dining room two bedrooms <laughs> Heisenberg. And basically the the um the, the, family room overlooks the, the family room overlooks the lake and the main bedroom overlooks Disney downtown Disney where uh, you could see all the fireworks. I saw Epcot fireworks. You can see Magic Kingdom fireworks. Ah. But can you pipe the music into the background or do you got to get uh, go on YouTube? My phone. You put it on YouTube? On oh, you go on the phone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I did it when my son was nine months old. We said he was sleeping in the room, and we just went on the balcony and watched the fireworks. So, so there's definitely opportunities out there. Now, the average family's not going to know that, but you guys, if you do your research, you might kind of, you know, find that out. So, now, did you say um, that's that's the average price? I did did it for the week of Thanksgiving. There was a deal: one sixty six forty five a night with the car thirteen forty two ninety one. Now, if I price out the contemporary, four thousand. So I'm talking mm. a three thousand difference to see oh. fireworks. So that's a oh, one. That's, that's a pretty, two bedroom suite. Two bedroom. So uh, one, lay that out one more time. I want to make sure we all caught that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Keith. Lay that out one more time. The comparison. So if I have the Blue Heron two bedroom suite with view of the lake and Disney Springs daily fireworks, six nights, nine ninety eight ninety one. I add in a car. I'm at you know rounding. Let's say let's call it fourteen hundred. Okay, fourteen hundred. And if I'm comparing it to a contemporary Tower Bay, Tower Bay Lake view, I'm not even doing a theme park view. Okay. And I'm not putting tickets in this. Okay. $4,448. A difference of $3,000, and I'm still getting to see fireworks. Whoa, Lee. Now, that's pretty big. Mm. How do, how do you counter that? Suite, which is a lot bigger oh. than any room at the contemporary. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm gonna say. I mean, that's that's one thing I, you will see as you move up into the deluxe categories. That the savings is it definitely gets more significant by staying offsite. Um, right. uh, now you said. Now you're saying uh, like if you stay offsite, like okay. Now how many people did your your place uh, sleep, Keith? Five or six. Five or six. Five or yeah, there's a pull-out couch and two bedrooms, so figure six. Five or six. Okay. So what you're saying then. Lee, is that as you go up in taste, like as you move away from your value resorts and you go away from your family suites, Keith is going to start winning on comparison. Yeah, I mean, I compared uh, Beach Club for my for my uh, notes. Okay, okay. Let's do Beach Club then. Go ahead. So again, this is just standard room, five eleven a night. No resort fee. 
uh, no parking fee, obviously no fees, 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 boom, 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 no transportation. So the hotel alone was $3,066. So if you're getting that hotel for, what did you say, 160 a night? 13, like 1400 with the car. Yeah, fourteen hundred with the car. So you know, no tickets, three thousand. It's you know, it's almost doubled, and that's a that's a beach club. Hmm. Now, again, I don't know anything about the Blue Heron. Right. It, I'm looking at it online. It doesn't look terribly bad. Um, I mean, I I stayed there. Yeah. Uh, I would stay there again in a heartbeat. So um, you know, where where is the? But location? I stayed. You know, so I mean, it's the Blue Heroin. Yeah, in between. I mean, but. You know, like you said, every resort's going to vary different in location and, you know, kind of benefits. This is just kind of an experience I had at one specific location. So, you know, once again, you know, more of a veteran versus an average family. You know, you got to do your research and, you know, there's deals out there. There's, you know, places out there. So, um, I mean, I I guess I just kind of, when I look online sometimes, I just have an issue of paying um, I guess one point we in mentioning your hotel is so if you're using the beach club right as an example and how much was that per night like four hundred three uh, five eleven how much time are you actually spending in your room oh that's a good point for the cost yep yeah no doubt about that um, there oh, is Lee, definitely going to be um, not the pile on Lee but the blue heron has a miniature golf. Do they have any? Oh, but you, yeah, yeah, you get free you get free miniature golf when you go to Disney. They yeah, but then you got to get like transported to it. I mean, they got miniature oh, golf like right there right at the heroin. They got at the heroin. <laughs> <laughs> you get to hit the crack attic with the golf I ball. I mean, look, the theming I wouldn't say isn't great or anything. They have like a spa. That, they have a spa at the Blue I mean, Heron. Yeah, I mean, I'll, let me it look looks into that. like because nice we always hotel. we yeah. always talk about that as well. Vacation condos. To me, it looks like like embassy suites. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but my argument is if you're paying all this money oh, and you're in the parks the whole time, you're basically paying the money not for the actual hotel and the room, but more for the convenience of being close to Disney. Yes. Yeah, and we say that all the time, too. I mean, that's why we actually, you know, we'll talk about spending a day at the resort. Right. Uh, you're spending X amount, you know, for this resort. Why not spend some time there actually enjoying the resort? I know that. Especially um, if you're paying five, $400 a night for it, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's for sure, uh, though. Like, yeah, you if you're spending that much money on the hotel, you should make it a point to spend at least half a day just enjoying your resort, going to the pool, going to the uh, spa, going to do some sightseeing, sitting out on the beach, that kind of thing. Like, I know, like, and and I don't know. I'm, do y'all have any other points to make before I move on to Disneyland? No, um, no. I mean, we don't have really, to. We can start. I wanted up to with throw this. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to throw this in there just. As Keith has said already, what do you want? What kind of vacation do you want to have? Do you want to have an Orlando vacation where you go to Disney, or do you want to have a Disney vacation? Ah. And if you want to have a, if you want to have a Disney vacation, theming pay matters. A little more. Theming matters. Time matters. Um, just I'm going to wrap this up. This is something that I give to all my clients when they're considering on and off property. So staying on property. Getting to and from the parks is generally easier, plus you can park at any park for free. If you're driving, you don't pay parking fees. No parking fees, no park fees. You're immersed in the Disney Magic 24 hours a day, of course. Okay. Um, wonderful theming with the, with the resorts. I really don't think you can beat the theming compared to anywhere else. Yeah. Um, you got the Disney staff. 
Um, you know, unless you're staying four seasons, you know, someplace hotty toddy, something <laughs> like that, I don't think you're going to get the same level of service you're going to get with Disney. No, Carol at the reception desk always has an attitude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what um, do you want? Extra magic hours for on-site extra guests. magic hours is big, yeah. Room charging privileges. Mm-hmm. You're walking through the park, hit it on your magic band, boom, you're good to go. Stacy. Uh, hotel, yeah? Stacy's mm-hmm. on TV. Exactly. Uh, you can get Stacey all your national souvenirs and merchandise mm-hmm. sent back to your room. As you're walking through the parks and you're buying all these souvenirs, you don't want to have to carry it around with you, send it back to your room and be there waiting for you the next day. Okay. Um, you do have Stacy is actually is listed as a uh, a benefit of staying on property. The, the basically the the closed circuit TV information that you're going to have, you know, on that on the channels telling you about this, uh, what you can go do, et cetera, et cetera. I did not miss Stacy staying off site, so I'll yeah, give props sure. there. <laughs> uh, there you go. It's the little things of, in life. Yep. The limited use of Disney transportation, Magical Express. And call one eight hundred Stacy. Is not the same thing. That's a guarantee yeah. you get the right Stacy. It's close though. It's pretty close. Hey, this uh, is Stacy. <laughs> whatever you do, don't call one eight hundred Asswad. Uh, Magical Express has mentioned uh, the ability to purchase the Disney dining plan if you want to do that, and Magic Bands, which may or may not be a benefit for you if you're staying off site. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand why anyone staying off site would purchase Magic Bands. Cool. That's yeah. waste of money, but you do get them for free, of course, and be able to book your fast passes at 60 days out. With or no Hasselvika. No. <laughs> if you're staying club level, you can do it 90 days out now. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> So off property, right? More likely to find. Why, why, why you forgot one? What's that? The ability to have your entire vacation booked for you by a travel agent, free of charge. There you go. Free. Uh, Can't beat that. Staying off property, you could. You're where, more likely to, to sell find yourself? a better price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, better access to off-site restaurants, shopping, and other non-Disney attractions. Maybe for some people, not being immersed in Disney magic twenty-four hours a day. Maybe that's not their thing. Why are you going to Disney um, then? Free breakfast, as as Keith mentioned, a lot of hotels have free breakfast, um, and that's that's all I got for offsite. I mean, you still got to pay for gas for your rental car. And not feeling you got to deal with the shuttle. <laughs> we didn't even get into it, man. But some of these shuttle prices and these resort fees are crazy. No, you're right, Way. That's why I like, always book a car. So yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, shuttle. Uh, I mean, eight dollars per person round trip runs every one and a half hours. Um, eight dollars per person. What was the other one? Uh, here's this one. This was nice. Shuttle, two drops in the morning, three pickups in the evening. That's I, it. How you get a rope like, drop when the bus doesn't leave till nine? Right. Sounds like a yeah. tough day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I even, you know, no offense, dude, but I called one hotel and like, I this person had no idea what they were doing. <laughs> They're like, oh well, I think it's this, but uh, you need to call this number. And then yeah. I called that number, and they were like, oh, no, you need to call this number. <laughs> You're not getting and, the Disney customer service, so, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure, man. So. And there's one advantage for that, yeah, staying on site. Oh, so, yeah, yeah you, you were mentioning about um, you were going to go to Disneyland this um, this summer. And, the, I mean, then there's kind of an argument where Disneyland resorts are a lot closer to Disney World. So what, yeah. you want to kind of go into that for a couple minutes real quick? Real quick, because, I mean, I was going to actually just cut that out because we're already at over two hours and, you know. Yeah, you want to just cut it out then? Well, well I mean, it's very easy. The, 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 I mean, there's not as big of a benefit of staying on site with Disneyland other than theming, other than, 
you can't really even say location in some degree because right. uh, Paradise Pier is further away from the parks than you know a lot of the on-site hotels that are directly across. Right. Um, but what you're getting, the difference there is you're getting definitely like a plain ass hotel. You know, you're yes. get, you're getting a you know a Fairfield Inn, you're getting a Holiday Inn, you're getting a whatever Inn, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Now they do have a couple of the cool ones like the Candy Cane and some you know other like, but man, I will say, dude, like. I look at some of the pictures of some of the rooms. I'm like, these things look like they're from the 70s and <laughs> yeah. haven't been updated. That was another <laughs> thing, to be honest with you, when I was researching this. Like, okay, okay, this this hotel's got the you know, whatever. But I was looking at the pictures of the kitchens. I'm like, dude, that looks like older than my kitchen. And my house is built in the 70s. Dude, I was going to So, I mean, you got to watch where you, you have stay. to really watch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I can Best tell friend. you, dude, if you call me and say, I want to stay on property at Disney, and if I put you in an all star, I'm still comfortable putting you there. Yeah. You tell me you want to stay off-site somewhere. I'm like, all right, dude. Well, you do what you want to do. Good luck. Um, I'm here to answer your questions and to help you make some plans for $40 per day. You know, That's what I can do for My best solution to this was going to be to go ahead and put it out there to the listeners and be like, man, it, what do, where do y'all stay when y'all go to Disneyland? Because we've got a lot of Disneyland listeners who, who, who pay attention. You know, where do you stay if you stay off property? Because I mean, the the more I looked at the 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 more I got into it, yeah, the the savings are incredible, and the, the savings distance, are incredible for the benefit because there's not a lot of extra benefit of staying right. at the Disneyland You're not, hotel. There, there's no dining plan. There's no fast passes. You know, sixty yeah. days in advance. Right. There's no, all the the perks that you come to recognize from Walt Disney World are not there. And even then, still, I opted, as of right now, I haven't canceled the room yet. I'm still weighing this decision. Uh, we were on Orbitz, and, you know, to my dismay, I can't book through Lee using Orbitz either. In fact, I, I called up Disneyland to say, okay, I booked this uh, room through Ho Orbitz, and they're like, yeah, we can't tell you anything about that room. I'm like, what do you mean? That's shady. Like, well, we don't see your reservation until you go to check in because you no, it's not to a shady. Third party. Uh, orbits it's, orbits is your travel agent at that point yes exactly <laughs> <Okay>. so <laughs> orbits becomes it's like travelocity it's like expedia it's like right. all those things and it's something i didn't realize when i was doing it now it saved me about 150 dollars but then again is 150 dollars worth my peace of mind if something goes wrong and that hotel room is not available orbits isn't going to make another room appear at disney only disney right. can do that there's no specific person at orbits you can talk to Oh, you, that, can that, to, that, right. you can talk to you can talk to Jinder Mahal and say, <laughs> "I had nobody named Maharaj. I did not know what room you are supposed to be staying in, my friend." Yes, uh, no, it, it. So yeah, there is a sense of that, and, and to, to Lee's point, I mean, I I know for me, there is that sense when I stayed at Disneyland at the hotel, going downstairs. There's Trader Sam's. Yeah, there's that monorail pool that I get to go ahead and take my kid to go swim in with the water slides. You walk right outside your hotel. I mean, it's unlike anything else. You're in the heart of downtown Disney. You walk a short distance and you, bam, there's Disneyland on one side of the street, and there's California Adventure on the other side of the street. I mean, it's it's still a really cool thing to be able to stay on property. Uh, so in the end, I, I still chose to go ahead and stay on property, but the decision is still going back and forth. Like if, you know, if, if we had a listener that went ahead and wrote in and said, hey, check out this hotel, and I went in and I looked at the, the pictures and I, Compared the cost and everything like that, I might be tempted to go ahead and switch it back. I mean, yeah, you should talk to the Robertses. They stayed, um, and I I don't remember exactly where it was, but it was really a nice hotel, and they could see the fireworks from the pool. Really? Um, yeah, and I I wish I, she told me, and I don't remember what it was, but um, you don't even remember if I it believe, was a good neighbor. I honestly I don't. Okay. 
uh, I'll have to ask. But maybe she'll listen to the episode and, and, and reply back quickly. Yeah, I'm or we can curious. Use private messenger. <laughs> any any of our listeners, basically, they get over to Disneyland quite a bit. I'd, I'd love to know if there's a great hotel that it was within, because, I mean, that's part of the thing. I want to be able to walk. to. Di- I don't want to have to take a shuttle. Right. You can say yeah. about peace of mind. I, I think peace of mind is very important, because that could just as easily just ruin your whole vacation yeah. off of just one bad experience. Like, know? my sister and them yeah. stayed off-site at Disneyland. We stayed at Disneyland Hotel, and they talked about Ugh, walking over here, it's just <laughs> not quite what you'd it's expect. Sketchy. It's kind of <laughs> yes. sketchy, man. It's yeah, you gotta sketchy. worry. Yeah. You know, so. um, you know that's another thing too with the whole. I'm gonna cook and I'm gonna. You know what? Uh, I'm on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like now, again, we stayed at the condo. We stayed in in uh, in Destin. That was a little different, man, because like all there is to do is go down to the pool and go to the beach. So, you know, going up to the hotel for an hour or two, you know, cooking dinner, chilling out, watching some TV was kind of part of that type of vacation. When I go to Orlando, when I go to a theme park vacation, it's about the theme parks, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to have to spend 2 hours cooking dinner and doing dishes, you know, and, and all that. Well, and it's like I want to I want to be on vacation. It's about the theme parks and and it's about the resorts and like it's like, kind of like you said the Olive, Olive Garden. And I go to the Olive Garden, and you know, one of the cooks had a bad day and decided to stick his feet in the lettuce or d- do whatever they do back <laughs> in the kitchen. And I get food poisoning. Where does that come from? I stick my tool right in here, make it good. Where does that come from? You never watch some of these people that work at these places that posted stuff you on. You ever see that movie? Waiting feet on the lettuce. <laughs> well, the other thing, Danny, that is was you can always you can always go to Olive Garden, but you can't always go to the Disney restaurants. So. That is true. That is absolutely true. So yeah, that that is a big uh, factor, you know, in, in my determination is being able to go ahead and say, "Hey, these are restaurants that I can get to once a year." Artist Point, California right. Grill, that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, like if I get sick on Disney property from their food, I know they're going to reward me with you know fast passes an extra day. Move you know. to the move you to the King Suite. There you go. If, right. if I get fa- food poisoning, you know, eating at the Western Sizzling, <laughs> you know, Good cooking at the Sizzling, I'm on my own. I, it's, I just lost out on a day in Disney. That's, uh, that's another thing to be worried about. For a free burger. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Come on back. Get two toes in your lettuce next time. Well, I think we've had great arguments, though, from both sides. I mean, I, this really is. It, it's kind of a volley back and forth either way. Mm-hmm. The, the, what I'm taking away, my main takeaway from this is that the prices are comparable if you're staying bare budget. But if you want to move up a little bit in style, you're gonna you're gonna make off like a bandit staying off site. Yeah. But if you want to, you know, if you want to spend the extra money and stay on site, you're gonna get all those great amenities plus really wonderful theming. So it, it's really it, it's kind of a um, it's a personal preference thing. That's really what it comes down to. That's that's how I'm taking it. I know for me, like mm-hmm. I said, I, I like to do it big once a year. Uh, if I did the Keith version of the trip, who knows? Maybe I could go to Disney twice a year. Stay in a mansion. Yeah. So we want to hear from you, the listener. What do you think is best for your own personal Disney trip? Would you like to stay on-site and perhaps book the trip with Lee Lastavica or stay off-site and save some money? It's all up to you. Let us know. Send us an email at show at magicrway.com and let us know what you think. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed our discussion here on the Magic Our Way podcast. It was a uh, it was a joy 
to sit here and record this for you. I hope you're able to glean some uh, information from that in order to make your decisions going forward. Uh, but uh, you know, to close this thing out, I think I need to pitch it over to our host for the show. Uh, he's done an exceptional job. Keith, why don't you bring us home, buddy? So can... <laughs> <laughs> go to magicrway.com, the place to go for social media links, past episodes, and more. You also can get in touch with us through the following ways. You can send us an email at show at magicrway.com. You can call or send us a text at 1-815-MOWEGAN. That's 1-815-MOWEGAN-669-4226. You can also leave a message on our SpeakPike widget on our homepage. And we have a couple of guys that do things outside the podcast. First up, our comic guru, Eli. Tell them what you got going on. Well, thank you, Keith. Uh, as always, you know the story is all about the glory. You can go to www.ivorycomics.com where you're going to go ahead and see some artwork from Project Geisha series as well as Savages and uh, Molly Be Damned. There's also a link back to this podcast so you never miss a beat. Uh, as always, Facebook.com. I can be found there, Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has own Facebook page, facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, eivory504. And as always, Twitter. The handle is Hancock10166. So as always, uh, please support Ivory Comics. Thank you. And of course, if you want to stay on-site at Disney World versus staying off-site, we can help you book your ideal Disney dream vacation. Lee, tell them how to do this. All right. So first of all, if you do want to stay off-site, you can still book that. Um, I'll be more than happy to book that for you. I just have to charge you $40 per day to plan your Disney vacation. (laughs) Uh, So if that's how you want to roll, we can do that. You know, we can do whatever you want to do. You're the boss. But if you want to do that or you want to stay on site, you can call me at 413-349-8747. That's 413 on-site rules, Keith Drools. That's 413-O-N-S-T-R-L-Z, on-site rules. And if you want to oh, support sorry. the Matt- you can also uh, email me at lee at You can also check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C travel. Sorry. Messed you up, Keith. Sorry about that. Okay. And of course, they can and get you hooked up and booked up with... No, Hasselvika! You forgot that, too. Yes, perfect. <laughs> perfect. And if you want to support the Magic Our Way podcast as a whole, you can do it through the following ways. Click on some affiliate links on our website. You can buy some bonnets and support the show that way. You can represent the Mawegan Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And, of course, the easiest way to go support us is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show. He said bonnets? He said bonnets. He said John bonnets. John bonnets. <laughs> Lisa bonnets. <laughs> oh, I love me some Lisa bonnets. <laughs> I can put sugar on Lisa bonnets all day. I'd eat that. Bonnets. Right by the fireworks. Bonnets. All right, you can buy them some beignets, too, and some binets. Buy them whatever they want. So just <laughs> as long as you're buying, we're eating. As long as you're buying, we're eating. Exactly. Yeah. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network. Their motto is, we speak our minds so you don't have to. Be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And guys, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and make us part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from you, the listener. All your opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so get in touch with us today. And guys, I want to thank you personally for letting me host the show. I oh. really appreciate really appreciate it. Anytime, man. Look, I hate doing this job. So the, when it comes to hosting, 
I am more than happy to let anyone handle it. And you, sir, have always been keen to take over Kevin's seat. And I'm, I'm happy with it. I like the job that you've done here today. You've allowed okay. us all a forum and open forum. You helped book the show. And this was your idea, this topic. Stay on site off of, Yeah, I think people get some information off of this. Yeah, it was very informative. Absolutely. You did well, good, anytime sir. Anytime Kevin's out, just uh, let me know. And so, Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quacarini. Um, Quacarini? No, no, no. What is it? Point. We say crack babies. Quacarini. 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 Quacaboli. We say guacamole, crack babies. We say come on, stop, stop. We say donde esta de baño. So, Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quacarini. Quaharini. 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 Cucaracha? Quaharini. We say Cobra Kai. Put him in a body bag. Yeah. Sweep the leg. So, Mawigans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. I'm listener X and Magic out. I have every intention. Of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Thanksgiving dinner. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. Hey, you know what song he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it's it, 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 what's good about it. Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hey! Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> Yo, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 